Hi. So, Brandon. Somebody. Cheers. Cheers. Let me grab my mug. <laughs> Welcome to my humble abode. Yeah, thanks. This is episode four of the Blacklisted Gaming Podcast. You ever want to try this? Take a sip of yeah. my bourbon. And your, your fancy pinky out mug. Yeah, I know. My fucking coffee mug. It's delicious. Dude, I know. What do you think of the scotch, though? It's, uh, for not having drank scotch in a hot minute. It's not bad. No, Van gave it to me for my birthday. So it's birthday scotch. Yeah. Speaking of birthday, so does your piss taste like birthday cake? I don't know what it tastes like. <laughs> I could honestly say that. Sometimes it'll it'll smell like hot. It's, <laughs> my it's the best. Oh, shit. Hang on. My, uh, the monitor kind of freaked out on us. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, anyway. Um, no, the reason why I ask is because you ever heard of the comedian Patrice O'Neill? No. He was, uh, he was a black dude. He was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and, um, his, his girl that he talked to a lot, or no, his girlfriend, like he used, his thing was to piss on her. And she asked him, she told him one day, she's like, Patrice, your piss tastes like birthday cake. And uh, he fucking found out he was like severely diabetic because of it. (laughs) That's why I asked you. Uh, No, I can't say I just, I don't really have mugs of pee in the morning. I would taste my own piss. (laughs) Not really, but it does smell like coffee. Is that normal? yours yeah if i um, if i drink coffee and it smells it smells like coffee is it i mean i guess usually after i drink an energy drink i would say like an up, up to an hour later it's bright green and it smells like the energy drink no shit it's like it's like fluorescent green is that because of the kidney i have no idea honestly i've ran this by other people because i know obviously other people who drink energy drinks and they've all said no they don't have that problem and i'm like I, I don't know. Is that just... Should I bring this up to a doctor? I don't know if... How long has that been going on? It's been... I I mean, almost as far back as I can remember from drinking my first energy drink. But it really... Jesus Christ. It really only happens with the... Uh, with, like, Monster. Monster sucks, dude. Drink Bang. You ever tried Bang? It's got no sugar in it. No. Oh, where do they sell it? They you go to like GNC and stuff, and they sell oh. it. It's got creatine. It's got BCAAs, aminos. Got no carbs, no sugar. It's got like a fuck ton of caffeine, though. <laughs> it's got like thirty five hundred milligrams of caffeine. It's it's, it's like crazy. Great energy. It's when you t- I never have snorted coke in my life, but. I imagine that the feeling you get when you drink that shit is what Coke feels like. Because it's fucking, it's pretty good. I and guess you if feel, you choose something to get addicted to, that would be it. Yeah. I mean, bangs or cocaine. But uh, anyway, this is episode four of the Blacklist Gaming Podcast. We have a few subjects that we want to talk about. First off, we want to start off with Crackdown 3. Yes. You've been playing the shit out of that. Yeah. What do you think? Um, in my honest opinion, I don't think it's a terrible game. I don't think it's uh I don't think it's bad. 
for what it is. I think it's bad for being delayed for so long. Yeah, Microsoft delayed that. Like, it was one of their few exclusives that they had. And it was actually the the last exclusive for, what, 2017? No. No, the original announcement date was like 2015 yeah damn dude so it was delayed almost five years i know it was it got delayed again like near the end before it was they got it stealth release dude they stealth released that shit i i believe they most likely tried to stealth release it because it wasn't what they were promised no what they promised you told me it was just like the first one wasn't it i i didn't play the second one so i don't know how comparable it is to that one but it's not that different from the first one (laughs) No. To me, it honestly could have released on the Xbox 360 and worked just fine. Does it feel that outdated? I hear a lot of people say it feels really outdated. Yeah, there's a lot of systems that they use in the game that I kind of question why they went that route. Even if that's like how the original two games were, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have expected them to stick to that at this day and age. The biggest thing that I noticed that I I don't have a problem per se, but it definitely seems out of place at this day and age with where gaming is is the auto targeting like you just hold down your aim button and it automatically locks on can you turn that off no 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 really? so so the aim assist is always on yeah and it's not even an aim assist it's not like it it helps you it does it for you so that it's like you can't one shot anybody because you can't get headshots which doesn't make any sense because you can't just traverse your weapon over to that head. Like you have right. to, it locks onto the mass of the target. Right. What the fuck? So it, in that regard, I think the game seems extremely outdated. The, uh, in, in from play, I've played that and I've beaten agents of mayhem. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Mm-mm. It, it was a game that came out. When was it? 2016 i believe and it for lack of a better way to put it is the exact same game as this um you could i when i first played agents of mayhem i thought it was very very similar to the original crackdown yeah but then i played um crackdown 3 and i was like there's no need to own both of these and you can find agents of mayhem for like 10 bucks. Yeah. A lot of people that I've saw that I've seen that were content creators on YouTube and reviewing the game. They were saying that, uh, crackdown just doesn't do anything different. They just crackdown three is pretty much crackdown. If you played one, you've played them all. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, some of the subtle changes that I've noticed between like the first one and this one is like, if you get hit by a car, sometimes you like won't fall over. You'll just like it'll hit you. You gotta just stand there. Um, you are that sounds to be a like a glitch, agent, but I don't it's know. It's a superhero. You're a superhero, right? You're like a super genetically enhanced agent, which is really funny because like I've been comparing it to Agents of Mayhem. That's the exact story of Agents of Mayhem. Yeah. What's even more funny is the way that they do the cutscenes in both of those games is the exact same. They both use like the comic book style uh, static cutscenes. So wait, really? This yeah. that comic book? I hate that. It's yeah. lazy. Yeah, that's a lot of. It, I read a lot of the reviews when Crackdown Three first came out, and a lot of people were saying that that those static cutscenes are very lazy. And I agree. I don't think it does anything to help the. It the worked. It worked in Max Payne. It worked 
not the newer Max Payne, but like the older version, Max Payne one and two. When it, it was fresh. When it was fresh. Yeah. And you know, it it was one of the fewer games that was out there that with that of that popularity that did the the fucking comic book like still cutscenes where it wasn't an animated anything it wasn't a cinematic it was just the it was the cutscene like that it was just the comic book cutscene and it worked because it I don't know it was I felt like it worked better with Max Payne in that regard because it was just. It's just what it was. I feel like in Max Payne, the reason why it works so well is because it helped to tell the story. Yeah. In these games, it's it's almost like they're going towards like a a hero shooter, uh, like Overwatch type characters, like superhero characters. So they wanna like, oh well, superheroes. What are those a part of? Comic books. Let's make comic books cutscenes. And it's like it does. It's not helping to tell the story. It's just they thought it was a great idea, and it's it really just comes off as lazy. It sounds like it, and I can't believe that they delete they delayed that game for so long for by doing that. Did and you, this is what the fucking result was. Do you did did you ever research, like ever see anything of why like what they were trying to do? No, I don't remember. They didn't really say at all why they were. I think they did, but it was it was like the last delay that it had was a year or so ago. Yeah, and everybody was pissed off because. Microsoft and Xbox have had a very bad lack. No, hang on, I don't want to word this. It's had a very uh, long track record of not having exclusives, and the exclusives that they have aren't that good. Like you have Quantum Break. Quantum Break apparently was it was okay at best, but it wasn't anything. Like the game just felt kind of broken, where the, some of the mechanics just didn't work. Mm-hmm. And the other thing was, is they tried turning it into like a cross between a video game and a TV show, and it didn't work because the cutscenes were all fucking real people, as if it was. It, it wasn't always real people. Sometimes you'd have an actual cinematic cutscene, but all the cutscenes were just TV TV show style stuff, where it was the real actors that you're that are. That you, the, of the characters that you're playing and filmed like a TV show. Right. And they just, it just didn't fit in the game. And they were long, they were boring, there was nothing in them. There was just, it was dialogue. That's all it was, was dialogue. Yeah. I, even from what I've been reading about like the Halo games, like the Halo games are starting to fall off now too. Especially since Bungie isn't making them. Yeah, 343 is. Yeah. Um, and. And I, from what I understand, their multiplayer is going downhill for Halo. Like Halo used to be like the multiplayer shooter mm-hmm. back when it came out on the original Xbox. It was. And then, like now, I guess it's just it's nothing different. Than no, any it's other not. Call it's really player. not. And the last one, I, obviously, the last Halo was Halo Five Guardians, and that shit sucked. Did it? Dude, it was advertised as something, and it was released as something else. It there was nothing. Spartan Locke and Master Chief never actually fought for real, for real. Like, you never fought as one of them. And they made it look like there was a parallel universe where Master Chief was a bad guy. And that wasn't the case at all. But uh, back on the subject with Crackdown and, and Microsoft's lack of exclusives, Crackdown's uh, delay... Hang on a second here. So, anyway, um, 
Yeah, what I was saying about the uh, exclusives, Crackdown was coming off the heels of uh, Sea of Thieves. The delay was coming off the heels of Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves was a colossal failure because it was wide as a fucking ocean and deep as a puddle. There was nothing to that game. Nothing. It was just... And they had this huge promise of this open-world pirate game, and it didn't deliver at all. And then then it kind of was just you started noticing, like, Microsoft has no... Xbox has no good exclusives at all. There aren't any. And then Crackdown was the only one that people were kind of looking forward to. And as soon as the delay got announced, it was never talked about again. I want to say the delay was announced early 2018. I don't specifically remember all the delays. I remember, I, I yeah, remember it was just constant. It was like one it was like they they would almost say a date and then when that date would come you knew that it wasn't going to And then released. then but the the I found the crazy thing about it is that not only did they delay it and not give a specific date about when it was coming out, but then they phantom released it or stealth released it rather. And there was no hype behind it. There was no hype. There was no ads. The ads came out after release. When you told me about Crackdown, you were playing it. First thing that came to mind was, it's out? When the fuck did it come out? Yeah, I was almost in the exact same boat. Um, How'd you find it? Were you just on Steam or something? No, it's not on Steam. The only place you could find it is like the Microsoft Store on PC. Oh, of course. But uh, my buddy told me, he was like, yeah, Crackdown came out today. And I was like... I didn't even know it was coming out anywhere around now. And I went on my computer, and there it was. And it was really interesting. I think they did it on purpose, like I, I said before. I think they did, too. I think the the biggest failure of the game was they were spending so much time making the world 100% destructible. And they had a whole gameplay trailer of it where there was a squad of four players seriously and in order to get to like one of the bad guys on the top floor what they did is they shot they used like rpgs and like high caliber guns to shoot through the middle of the building and the whole building fell over into the building next to it and collapsed that building and like what they were going to utilize was something called cloud compute was everyone was saying like the Xbox couldn't handle that or your computer won't be able to handle that computing power. Well, what they were going to use is something called cloud compute, Mm -hmm. which basically takes processing power from the cloud and that computes it for you and then pushes it back to your console or your computer system. So when the game came out, none of that was in the game at all. (laughs) There was no destructible anything. Like you can run into streetlights or you can pick up like a you trash. Mean Crackdown can. three came out. There was no destructible anything. Yeah. What about now? Nope. When Crackdown, the so, only part of Crackdown three that has destructible anything, like even close to what they were talking about, a fully destructible environment, if you will, um, is their multiplayer wrecking, wrecking crew, wrecking ball. Oh, know. wrecking crew. I think. Yeah. And so you can shoot through the walls on that, but it's not anywhere near the quality that they like advertised that's fucking crazy so they so they delayed it because it just wasn't working to have a completely destructible environment in an open world game that was my guess is they were probably trying to use this cloud compute and it probably just wasn't agreeing with them you know it's funny because anthem a lot of its delays were because of uh 
You think it was engine issues in the cloud? You think the, the game engine issues for the for Crackdown is why it wouldn't, you know, they couldn't do it? Is that was the is the cloud compute part of the engine? Um, I don't think so. Because no. I think what they did is just went... I, I'm assuming what happened is they probably got the game a lot built with this cloud compute. Because mm-hmm. what it was supposed to do was it was supposed to be like based off of the damage. So like, let's say there's a wall in front of you mm-hmm. and there's a bad guy 50 feet away. If you want to still hide behind that wall, you could shoot a hole in the wall and then shoot through that hole to kill that guy. Got it. Okay. So you can still take the cover behind the wall. Which would have completely changed the dynamics of the game. Right now, the game is basically you're a superhero and you kill stuff, so you don't. You're almost not even caring about it's the damage. It's like Saints you take. Row, from what I've, from what I've looked at, it looks just yeah. like Saints Row. It's nothing different from anything yeah. else. But uh, I, I think what they were, they probably had a lot of the game done with this system in place, and then I, I'm assuming they just hit a point where they realized they couldn't do it. Either the cloud compute wasn't working consistently, or it was it would overload it. I think they could something. do it. It just they couldn't get it to work in the time that Microsoft wanted them to do it. To so the that's it, that's what it could be. Because honestly, the way I've seen how things in games go is that we can get it to work. It's just going to take us an, an exceptional amount of time to get it to work and not crash the game by doing it. We're going to need more time. Yeah. And then the allowed time that the publisher gives is like, all right, well, you have until then. It's like, well, fuck. I can't, get it. I can't fix it in that amount of time. Well, we might as well just cut it completely out. You know, and, th- and that brings me to Anthem. Um, Anthem, for those that don't know, was quote-unquote full released on Friday, even though the game's been out since the 15th. But uh, Anthem got delayed, I want to say twice, and one of the biggest reasons why it got delayed was because of uh, EA was forcing them to use the Frostbite engine. And the Frostbite engine does not work very well for an open world game like that. Yeah. And besides latency issues and, and frame rate, one of the biggest issues they were having was stitching the game together to be seamless for when you're going from one point to another throughout the entire open world so that they they were trying to make it to where there's no load screens okay when in fact there's a fucking load screen with everything you do all the time that was one of the bigger issues that a lot of reviewers i am i just downloaded the game i haven't gotten to play it yet i've played the shit out of the demo so i i noticed there were load screens with everything you did but i yeah not to the level of what everyone's been saying. One of the issues I hated was you go to a cave, you could see in that cave, but as soon as you start going in that cave, load screen, and you're in a load screen for like two minutes sometimes. (laughs) Well, yeah, I heard a lot of the Then you go into the fucking cave and there's no enemies. That or every time I went in, there was no enemies. There was just a tunnel that led maybe 100 yards to the end, and there's a, a loot crate to open to give you some shit and then you leave there's nothing else in there so that sounds like a couple problems wasted resources for one they built this whole area for no reason yeah i i don't know what you know it's kind of got a mixed reception right now because of because of it there the whole idea was to make it seem seamless and 
Bioware was actually, I give them props to it, was very open about the issues they were having up until launch. Yeah. And they were talking about how, you know, we're having issues with getting the Frostbite engine to work. We're having issues. Um, we want to make we want to make the game seem as seamless as possible. So we're currently testing out, you know, the f- flight altitude to make okay. sure that the game doesn't get all f- fucky from the out al- from the altitude. Like, how high can you go? And then uh, they wanted to stitch the world together because it's a massive map. And this goes in the other issue. It's a massive map, but it's the same shit everywhere in that map. There's no different terrain anywhere else on the map. So it's, it's all like the same forestry. You're like in it's the like Amazon. A very, um, yeah, very, it's like being in a giant rainforest, but you don't know where you are. Right. You can look at the map and see where you are. But the thing is, one of the other issues is that public events, like world events, if you get killed in a world event and you don't get picked up, you go back to a launch pad somewhere that's close by. But if you don't remember where you were on that map, good luck finding where you were when you were down to finish that event. Because nice. you won't. You can't look You can't look at an area and remember where you were. You can't look at that area and recognize where you were because everything looks the same. It looks pretty, but everything <laughs> looks the same. It, it's it's crazy because uh, from what I've my experience with the demo, mm. and Mike even said that you know, he's like he's been playing the game. It's way better than the demo. Then again, you gotta right. remember there's been like one or two patches since then. But the biggest issue I had was I ran out of things to do really fast. I couldn't, you can't mark shit on the map. And if you're oh. in a, there's three strongholds, which are strikes or raids, kind of. Okay. And the only difference is one was, one was from the demo, and the other two are from the story missions. So their two strongholds are recycled story missions. Oh. Used wow. as a fucking, as a stronghold for endgame loot grind. So your only ways of doing an endgame loot grind are three strongholds. And then in free play, with okay. free play, you go out in that world, there's nothing on the map at all, anywhere. You don't know where the fuck you are. You don't know where the fuck anything is. You don't know where other players are. You can't mark anything on the map to set a waypoint so you can navigate yourself there by following that said waypoint. You can't do it. Right. And uh, it, back to what I was saying, if you get downed in a stronghold, and no one scoops you up. Mm-hmm. It'll either you got to wait for them to make it to the next level to pull you to it, okay. which you got to wait through a load screen for, <laughs> That's awesome. or you got to quit the whole game. There's no way out. There's no way back to. There's no how in Destiny was when you can go back to orbit. Right. There is no option for that. You can't go to Fort Tarsus from there. You have to either quit the game. Or ride it out until someone until someone makes another checkpoint to drag you forward. Now, have you seen anything that said that they fixed that? Before they the full launch. So, I don't know. I didn't read all the patch notes for this new pat for the day one patch that they were doing. Right. But uh, the load screen thing is not really something that can be patched, and the reason why I say that is because these load screens are embedded into the into the foundation of the game engine. So unless they do a complete rebuild, there's no way they're going to get rid of these load screens. 
they can reduce the time of how long they are. Right. But you can't reduce the frequency because they're always going to be there. And the biggest problem with these load screens besides their length and their frequency is that it chops up the gameplay experience. There'll right. be times in the game where you're in watching a cutscene or you'll completely miss a cutscene because you were in a load screen the whole time. And then you come in the game and people were talking about something from a cutscene and you don't fucking know what it was because you didn't get to see it because the fucking load screen kept you from seeing it. Awesome. I know a lot of the uh, complaints I was reading, especially about the PC version. I heard PC had a lot of issues with it. I didn't have any issues with the PC version when I played it. but I, I heard it was, you, had, you said you had issues with flight. The the big I had an issue with the controls, the uh, the the flight controls with the mouse. Like you aim, you basically use your mouse as your mm-hmm. right, yeah, analog stick. So to aim where you're flying, like if you move it too much, your dude just like soars flips off, on. yeah, <laughs> and then it's like almost impossible to get it like centered again to a normal. They flight said path. they fixed that. So I didn't, I didn't ever check to see if they did in the demo. A lot, there's a lot of, I can't say a lot. There's been a mixed perception of the whole game in general, but, uh, when it came to PC, the, one of the things people said, and they did fix it pretty good. Like they, they did optimize the, the PC controls a little bit more. Well, that's good because they were, they were pretty ass, weren't they? Well, the, the combat controls, I actually liked them better on PC. I thought it was a lot quicker mm-hmm. to, to respond than using than uh, using a controller. Yeah. Um, so I, I was better at that than I was on PS4. But when it came to flying, I would have almost rather plugged in a controller to my computer just to do the flying. Yeah. Um, but what I was saying was, what I was reading is that a lot of that loading screen issue was from PC players. And they were saying that it would get to the loading screen and their game would basically just freeze. Like, it would sit at the loading screen. It would say it was loading, but then it wouldn't ever load. It almost almost sounds like this game was not designed to be a PC game. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I agree. That's exactly what it sounds like. But if you think about it, Destiny 2 probably shouldn't have been a PC game. Um, No. Because Destiny 1 wasn't, and it was made solely for console. Yep. And then Destiny 2 came out, and I remember they announced it for PC, and everyone was like, oh, I had a really bad feeling about it when they announced PC for that. And the reason why I had a bad feeling about it was because when it comes to, if you throw PC in the mix, Mm -hmm. they tend to cater PC first. Right. And I get why. I really do. I do understand PCs are more powerful than a console ever can be, and they're always updating. But the biggest problem is... um, the console players, you felt it. You felt that PC was a lot of the issues of the game were because they switched over. They added PC to the mix, right? Yeah, I I didn't doubt that at all. I think uh, when the one of the big problems that they were actually having with Destiny on PC was people who were using like a recording service. Or oh yeah, they would get banned. They were getting banned by um, the th- Activision. Same shit happened with Fallout, and I and a lot of people were complaining about it. And I was like, "That's kind of crazy to get banned for something that isn't against." I mean, I guess the, probably in their terms of service, probably says something about not using a third party anything for anything. Mm-hmm. So 
no one probably thought, well, if I'm recording, that's not going to be an issue. Yeah, they they did say that before launch, that third-party hardware was kind of going to get you in, in a shit. But the thing was about it, like, how do you know that that third-party equipment's being used for cheating? It right. could be used for streaming or yeah. recording. And that's what these people were using it for. There was, a, like, it happened, I want to say a few months ago, with uh, with Bethesda and Fallout seventy six, there were the game was scanning PCs for third party equipment, and even if you weren't using it during that game, if it found that you had that anywhere on your computer, you got banned. That's awesome. There was without an investigation. In fact, it's funny that I, I bring that up because Fallout seventy six. There's and they like you were talking about the fucking player that had 900 hours in Fallout 76. The and they, only guy playing it. The regularly. only dude playing. He it. He bought it twice, so he's playing it. He paid for the game twice. He liked he that fucking it. God. God bless that man. <laughs> he's a fucking masochist for that sure. Bad. <laughs> that dude probably flogs himself in the fucking bathroom every night. Talk about who's gonna save me from my sins, and he whips himself with a fucking flogger with chains and shit. God damn, dude. You probably watch the BME Pain Olympics like it's a fucking, like it's fucking Star Wars Legacy or some shit. It's fucking Silas from the uh, the Da Vinci Code. God damn, poor bastard. But anyway, yeah, Bethesda banned their only fucking concurrent player. How do you do that? And the re- and they because that's that's one of the biggest problems with Bethesda right now, is that, got it? It's a live service game. Yeah, it's an uh, like you can play with other people. But the problem is. You've got, there's no way that they're investigating these guys. It's just you get the fucking band hammer, and then they 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 ask you about it, or they look into it later. They yeah. don't even try to fucking get to the bottom of it, like because for those that don't know, which is a lot of you, <laughs> this guy had he was playing 900 hours of Fallout 76, and he had an insane amount of ammo collected. And what he was doing was he had two accounts. One was a Smurf account. And what a Smurf account is is an account that you use to just bullshit around and test stuff. Often they use a Smurf account for malicious ways to exploit a game. Yeah. But he was using it because he wanted to try out combinations of perks and weapons and stuff. and So he stockpiled ammo on both accounts. Bethesda thought it was suspicious because he played so fucking much of the game and had so much ammo that they automatically assumed he was cheating and banned him and then did the investigation. And apparently he's still waiting to get unbanned. Well, one of the big things that he was stating, because he said he made a Reddit post about it, explaining what was going on. And the guy said the reason why he believes he got banned is because Bethesda tracks when you pick an item up, but they don't track when you get rid of an item. So it was showing that he was picking up 34,000 of a type of a bullet but it wasn't showing that he was then trading so they, that They thought bullet. he was duplicating. I wouldn't say duplicating, but somehow getting a large amount of stuff. So maybe some, maybe he was buying from like a, a Korean gold farmer who just spent all their days getting it, and then he went on some website, paid a bunch of money for all this ammo, and then they dropped 34,000 ammo for him, and he picks up 34,000 ammo. That is the biggest fucking thing about Fallout 76 right now is the... How... You go to eBay, and you can find all this shit that people are selling for real fucking money. Because you can <laughs> trade, ridiculous. you can and you can trade, you can trade with other players, like your yeah. your weapons and equipment. 
Yeah. And th- I this and everyone talked about Destiny, how you know everyone wants a looter shooter that you can trade items with. Right. And that sounds great and all, but I think the Division did it right. The Division one with patch one point eight. I don't think it was 1.8, but they they eventually put in where you could trade with people that you're playing with. Right. But you had a limited amount of time to do that. Mm. And I think I want to say it was like 15 minutes to trade your item, and you had to have played that event with those people to trade your items that you earned for that. You could only trade items that you earned. You couldn't trade what you already had. Right. But with Fallout 76, and Destiny said they will never do that. And the reason why is for this reason. With Fallout 76, you got players that they found a way into the dev room. I'm sure you heard about this. No. Okay, so the you know how the Fallout or any kind of game has a developer room yeah. in the open world? Yeah. Somebody found a way, and apparently it was a very easy hack to get into the dev room. They just stumbled upon it, apparently. That's how easy it was to get in it. And when they got in there, they found all new weapons that weren't in the game yet, a bunch of equipment, ammo, and one NPC. And the NPC's name was Wooby. <laughs> and what they, I, they, no one really knows what Wooby's role was, but from what it seemed like, Wooby's role was a test dummy on all the equipment that they had in there. So you could also use the, du- the duplication exploit, which was never fixed. You just get banned if you do it. <laughs> they used the duplication glitch and they would go in with a smurf account and duplicate these rare fucking items that aren't even in the game yet put them on ebay and then sell wow. them for real fucking money if you went you could like you got guys buying like a weapon for 15 dollars, and then you go meet up with this person in game and they trade the item with you that's that's awesome it's fucked up, dude. And there's no way Bethesda can do anything to stop it. There's nothing they can do. The only thing that they can do right now is that if you get caught, like they'll, they apparently they're monitoring it a lot better now. If you get caught going into the dev room, yeah, it's an automatic ban. That I don't see why they wouldn't just edit the game, take that out. I don't think they can. Like not that they can, the but I don't think they know fucking. It actually is. I don't think they fucking know how to make the code to make it to where you can't. <laughs> because if you, Bethesda has a bad track record of putting out all these games and modders fix them. Yeah, yeah they don't fix. Sense. They hardly f- patch the games on their own. Modders do it. In fact, Bethesda hired. No, I take that back. Half Life hired modders to 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 do their games and fix their games. They hired people onto their staff that were modders to add con to make content and, and you know for Half Life and shit right. or other games they put out. But um, Bethesda, from how it seems, is that they're they're inexperienced with fixing the game and leaving it up to the fucking modders to do it for them. Yeah, has and it shows in this. It has led them to this game to be such a broken piece of shit that it is, and it shows. It shows that Bethesda does not know how to fix their game. Well, even though back in in Skyrim days, they they had all those the mods and the things that you could do on PC, and I right. remember Bethesda went and they basically told all of them, "You can't do that anymore. We're taking all the modding sites down. If like if we see a modding site pop up, 
we're, we'll sue you. We'll, Fast we'll forward to 2016. And then they release a game that has all these people's mods in them. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty much telling them, like, nope, those are ours now. Yeah, they're selling a full a $60 game with all the downloadable content and a fucking laundry list of mods that were their mods. Not, not Bethesda's, these guys' mods that they yep. said they couldn't do anymore. It's just, it's stupid. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on at Bethesda. They used to be our, our fucking shining knight. It, when it came to all these other publishers. It it worries me because it worries me about like their other their other IPs. So like it worries me of what Starfield they'll do with the next. and shit. Well it it worries me about what Bethesda'll do with like the next Elder Scrolls game. Like what are they gonna do about that? Are they gonna implement some sort of pay to win system? Are they gonna implement like some kind of I don't weird think Elder system? Scrolls six is gonna be a live service game. I know, but like there's there's games that are like they're out there and they'll have some sort of weird auction house or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe you'll go to a town, there'll be an auction house and the auction house is online, but that's the only part that's online. Nothing mm-hmm. else is, you know, like I think that would be ridiculous. It makes me worried. Cause I worry about like 2k, mm-hmm. um, with what they did with battleborn, what they've done with like the NBA 2k series where like the NBA 2k series and Madden and FIFA, um, from what I understand, the, are you talking about the card system? Well, where, like, you can only get so far doing, like, playing the game. And the you rest can, of it, you got to pay for these fucking loot box things. Yeah to, yeah, to build your character up. So these people are like, why am I spending all this money? Like, it would take me hundreds of thousands of hours to get them to, to this overall rating. Or I can spend this many thousands of dollars to get that high. And speaking like, That's of, ridiculous. Speaking of these loot boxes... The uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, finally, they dropped loot boxes with this grand heist update they did. How are their loot boxes working? Okay, so one YouTuber that I follow talked about how it takes up to four hours. You can earn the loot boxes in gameplay. Mm -hmm. It takes about four hours of gameplay to earn one loot box. That loot box gives you one item. By the way, these loot boxes aren't like how Apex Legends loot box are. Those, these loot boxes don't have a duplicate protection system on them. So you can get duplicates. Now, when you play and grind the game, it gives you one item. When you pay for the loot box, it gives you three items. That's ridiculous. It is. And then they've also put made it to where you can earn operators for multiplayer in loot boxes. Nice. You can also earn signature weapons. It, it's not cosmetic only. I'll get to the cosmetics in a second, though, because they're pretty fucked up, too. The You can earn signature weapons, and those signature weapons give you a 25% XP boost per kill. Oh, wow. With that weapon. So you're talking about fucking potentially having a, a plus 200 XP boost just by getting kills with your weapon that you earned in a loot box. And they definitely made it to where you it, it wants you to funnel into the store and buy it on your own because the grind for one loot box, four hour game, four hours of gameplay for one loot box that gives you one item. Whereas two dollars will buy you a loot box that gives you three items. That's, and the odds aren't displayed of what they are, and they can give you duplicates. That's absurd. So you can end up spending four hours to get something that you already have. Right. And then 
it's like, what the fuck am I doing? And then you end up spending money and you're like, cause I, you want something, but it's blocked behind the fucking loot box paywall. So yeah. the other issue with the cosmetics, the cosmetics are locked to a specific weapon. So if you have a shotgun, yeah, you get like a special camo for a shotgun. You can only use that camo on that specific shotgun. If you open the loot box and that's what you get, yeah, you can't use that camo on everything else. That's that's a bit much. It is literally <laughs> designed to make you hate the fucking grind so much that you just pay for it. You know, like, fuck or it. quit playing the game. I guess and those are you know, I got, I kind of got, options. I kind of got into a pretty big debate about loot boxes in this game with somebody at work, and he was saying loot boxes aren't gambling, and I'm like, how are they not? His argument was because you're still getting a reward, you're getting something even though you're paying for it, you're always getting something. Right. I said, the thing is. There's no duplication protection. There's no duplicate protection on this. So you could potentially get something you already have, and that's not that's not a gain. Right. Because you can't use that item again. It's our, You already have it. So you, op- you open that fucking operator again. Guess what? You already have that fucking operator. So you just drop two bucks on a loot box that isn't going to give you shit because you already have that operator, but you can't cash it out on anything. Right. What was the... What... what, what uh, uh, oh, the division. The division when they added loot boxes, if you got a duplicate item, it would automatically convert that duplicate to material towards another loot box. Yeah, uh, which is stupid, but it was it was better than not giving you shit for it. Like, oh, I already right. have this. It was like it even said duplication um, reward converted to materials. Yeah, Overwatch does the same thing. Overwatch, it's all cosmetic stuff that you get. Or if you're going to have loot boxes, do what Apex did and not have a duplicate, have duplication protection. Right. To where you can't get the same thing twice. Yeah, that would. The only thing that you can get the same thing of is the crafting material. I I can't say that I don't mind the the duplication, like if you do get a duplicate. Because like how, like I was going to say, how you said the division, how Overwatch. Well, you have multiple, okay, so you have multiple characters you can use that on. Right, you have multiple agents. If you have a duplicate, you can put that in your shit, in your uh, in your stash, and put that on another character, so you don't have to go try to earn it again. That's fine. Right. Is that what you're trying to get at? No. Well, with Overwatch, it doesn't really work that way because it's a like it's a set of different heroes that you actually play as. So it'd be like if you got one outfit for one hero, and then you know you open another loot box, you get that same outfit. It'll give you gold. Or the currency for Overwatch—I don't even know what it's called—comparable uh, to that duplicate. And the reason why I don't have a problem with it is because even if you got six loot boxes in a row that were all every single thing was a duplicate, you're then going to eventually build up gold to buy whatever you don't have. Yeah, but Call of Duties don't do that, right? They don't give yeah, a shit. Getting it. And actually, I think what it does—I watched a video of them of someone opening one. From what I've gathered of what it does is if you open one and it gives you a duplicate, right. it re-rolls it. So but I think it re-rolls it once or gives you an option to. I don't know. I just saw a re-roll. There was like they opened it. They had three items, and then they were able to re-roll one. That's kind of weird. I know. Weird I, I don't know what it's for, but all I know is that fucking Activision, you fucking cucks. Activision 
didn't learn shit from from EA's mistakes with loot boxes. Right. They didn't learn a fucking thing. I can't. They doubled down on it. Like I told Mike that they doubled down on that shit. I can't think of a single situation where loot boxes are good unless it's all cosmetic. They're not. If it I can't think of a of a time where they're good except for you earn them by playing the game. You right. can you can never buy them. They're only there to give you a random reward to use on anything. So you're not Right. What's that? Oh, standby. Sorry, my sister was calling. Thanks, Sarah. You just cut up my fucking podcast episode. You Thanks, Sarah. Stupid bitch. I'm just kidding. I do love you. Sorry, <laughs> I couldn't hang out with you. I'm recording right now. Anyway, what the hell was I talking about? Um the loot box system. Oh, yeah, if you unless you can only earn them by playing the game and you can never buy them, yeah. then then it's whatever. Yeah, I think well, like I was saying, I think Overwatch's system for loot boxes isn't bad because everything that you can possibly get from a loot box is cosmetic. Nothing right. helps you in the game. No. So even if you did decide to throw some money towards it, it's all cosmetic. It's not changing anything besides how you look. Yeah. So really you're spending money to play dress up. And, and in that regard, I know. what's the difference? And that's and you know, the whole controversy with Anthem too is uh the the loot boxes being cosmetic only. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I'm not sorry. Not loot boxes. Microtransactions. Okay. The only the the thing that I hate about that argument is cosmetic only is just kind of the beginning. Yeah. Cos like oh, it's just cosmetic only. You don't have to buy them. Like no, but the, you know that there's a giant there's a giant group of people that will. This stuff is designed. All these microtransactions and all these fucking and you're paying sixty dollars for Anthem. Right, you're paying sixty dollars for some of these games. Yeah, do you want to really pay sixty dollars and then drop another fucking twenty dollars to make the character that you spent sixty dollars to play look a certain way? No, fuck no. <laughs> well, I fucking I don't. <laughs> I would rather play the game and earn that shit. Yeah, than fucking go buy it. If it's something that it's like, you know what? Fine. It, like the game, for example, Apex. That game is free. I will sometimes throw money to fucking buy something. But the thing is that you can't... I noticed this with their microtransactions. You can't just throw money into the game yeah. and buy the skin that you want. You're, you're buying to you, have to... you have to buy the loot box. Right. Because the only way to get those skins for your character or, your, or the skins for your uh, weapons yeah. is by either just randomly getting it or getting enough material from the loot box because you can only get those materials from the loot boxes right and get in opening buying loot boxes to get as enough materials to craft it yeah so but at the same time yeah it's all cool and flashy and shit but who cares right nope oh you want your weapon to look like a fucking gun from the from the matrix like that's cool (laughs) But it really doesn't do anything. It just looks different, and the only person that sees it is you, or right. anybody that picks up your weapon after you're dead. That's the that's the yeah. only time that like you're like a cosmetic will work, right? Um, I, I was thinking more about the problem with the with the games coming out like uh, Bethesda. Yeah. About how I worry about their other IPs. Two K is another company that I worry dude, about. Dude, Two K because was not doing hot, especially Two K 
2K between like the 2K basketball games, yeah, and like Battleborn, I think they dropped the ball. They did. They dropped the ball real, like fucking seriously. Uh, it's with like the loot boxes and the microtransactions. It's it's fucking terrible. It made me extremely worried for Borderlands Three. Like uh, if if that game ever fucking happens, they've they've announced what they might be like. They're where they're trying to go with the graphical yeah things like how they're trying to work with their cell shaded setup how they're trying to <coughs> edit that and bring it to the newer the next gen so i think they're on the right path i just i worry about where they're going to go as far as gameplay i i was talking to a couple friends and i said with as much as they've done with uh with as much as as they gearbox and 2k has put into Battleborn, I really hope they keep PvP out of Borderlands. I hope they keep it out. I think what they should do... So do I. It'll fuck that whole game up. It'll fuck it up so bad. Well, what I've suggested is they already have a whole game in Battleborn that's based around fucking PvP. And that game's free now. So why not, if you buy Borderlands 3, you just get the full version of Battleborn for free. Then you have a whole PvP thing that's really not that different from borderlands like the graphic style and the, the writing vegeta does the voice of wrath um oh man really yeah, oh, yeah shit. the first time i played him and you get like launched out of something and he yells i was like is that is that vegeta vegeta and i the looked prince it up of all it saiyans what the fuck um but uh i was like just give people that game to do their pvp and yeah. keep it out of borderlands and they were like, I just hope, I hope they don't do anything with PvP at all. And I was like, I completely agree. Because I think it'd be like randomly adding a bunch of PvP to Skyrim or, or Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls Online, dude. It already happened. <laughs> I tried playing Elder Scrolls Online and I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> that game fucking sucked, dude. I was excited about it because everyone, actually everybody was excited about it because they thought it was fucking Skyrim with friends. And I'm not being that at all. But that's what I'm worried about, is that they're going to take the next Elder Scrolls and make it Skyrim with friends. Because everyone's like, everyone needs to be connected. Yeah, but I don't know. Because I don't even think Bethesda runs the Elder Scrolls online anymore. They, they gave it to Zenimax. Really? Yeah, so it's not. it's technically not a Bethesda game anymore. What do you think about... Uh... The game by Obsidian. You guys that made Fallout 3 in New Vegas. What the fuck was that game? I forgot it already. I talked about it last episode. It was uh, the one (laughs) they advertised it. It looked like how Fallout 76 should have been. Oh, Rage? No, dude. Hang on. Let me look. It was called... Fuck. Why do I always forget this shit, man? I've had too many concussions. I blame brain injuries who did you say it was who made it obsidian when did it come up obsidian games i can't type uh outer worlds okay it's the single player first person sci-fi rpg apparently it's gonna be a lot shorter than than fallout games are but uh it's they, it's funny because they, they dumped the trailer of it during E3. Mm. 
or no, they dumped the trailer for it while after fucking after Fallout seventy six was already out. So, and they even said the creators of the other Fallout. <laughs> nice. But they're being stand up guys about it. Like we don't want to use our game to bash another game. That's not what we're about. Right. Um. So you remember how I talked about there was a. Uh, let's get back on the subject with Anthem. So you remember when I talked about the uh, the reviewer that got blacklisted? Yeah. Apparently he did not get blacklisted. Okay. He ended up getting paid for his review. Uh, EA. The the whole story that was going around was that there there was a uh, a content creator a reviewer go by the name of uh, let me pull him up real quick. I have him on here. I forget his name. Starts. It's got like three, like three G's in it. Um. G G G man lives. He did have three G's. Yeah, he did have three G's, but <laughs> he uh, he did a review. He was actually paid by EA, so that makes him an EA Australia, mind you. He was an employee technically of EA to do a review who's part of the game changers program okay. i don't know much about what the game changers program is i do know that they are the part of the the group of guys that review the games give the feedback to help right. change how the game is so that they can improve it yeah this guy gave a negative review about anthem okay and ea told him to delete it get rid of it <laughs> that's how you know you're game companies fantastic dude they told him to delete it they told him to re-edit it and he i don't know what happened because the the fucking this the re-uploaded review was not really much different from the the initial one okay he it's he seemed more pissed off in that in in the second one because he kind of just shit all over the fucking game he didn't talk about anything good about it and you have oh man, I'm getting really loud in the mic. You have guys like Angry Joe, yeah, Angry Joe, whose whole job is to get pissed off about a game and and talk about it. But he uh, he didn't lead off on bashing the game, and he hates the fucking game. Right. He talked about what the game did right after talking about the loading screen issue. He's like, aside from that, let's talk about what the game does right. And he goes down the list of things that the game does get right. But there's a by the way with that. Yeah. The the aside from the graphics, the mechanics, um, there is a lot of lore in the game. Okay. But the game feels a lot like Mass Effect Andromeda. And this is what I gathered from the demo. I saw that immediately. When you look at the fucking facial animations of these weirdos and how like most of the NPCs in Fort Tarsus, dude, Fort Tarsus was goddamn death walking through that motherfucker. Yeah. I was like, I really hope they fix this at launch. They made it worse. They Did cut they? music out of it completely. There's no music in Fort Tarsus. And the NPCs are just mindless cardboard cutouts of people <laughs> that don't really do much and have these empty conversations with each other with no emotion. And then after they're done with their talking, if you stand there and listen to their whole conversation, um, like their vo- their voices will have like their emotions behind it, but their right. fucking expressions don't. <laughs> their animations don't. And then they'll after their conversation is over, 
they both stand they're both standing in the same spot this whole time not doing anything but talking they both look at you with these <laughs> empty soulless fucking eyes one of the glitches i actually had when i started playing the pc version was you know how you're supposed to go talk to that guy who yeah. eventually like multiplies splits into like three people yeah like right at the beginning of the game mm-hmm. well he well, wasn't it was the beginning of the demo but yeah yeah well yeah right at the beginning of the demo he uh he's supposed to be in that room well he wasn't so i went in there and i was like okay where's this guy at? what the <laughs> yeah. fuck and i'm running I think around he told me about this he was like halfway on the other side of the wall outside of that room like up the wall so i like ran outside and ran around and he's like in the air and then when i started he was talking, in the air he was well he wasn't like he was in the wall like up in the air and I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Is he trying to, like, hang a picture? <laughs> what is, what's going on here? He's trying to put up a basketball hoop? So, like, I, right when I started talking to him, it teleported us to the room. Like, we just teleported on the other side of the wall into the room. Like, all that shit never happened. <laughs> and I, I was dying because I had just played the PS4 version. That didn't happen. So I knew where this guy was Oh, this was, was on PC to. that this happened. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It it. The short amount of time I played PC compared to PS4, I had definitely more problems on PC. Like, more stupid problems. Jesus Christ. And one of the... Another weird issue that I was having on PC, not to derail you again, but I know it, I don't know if anybody else had this issue. I didn't really read up on it or to see if anyone else had this issue, but I see, it seemed like the m- longer I played the game, the more hours I put in. Do you remember when Skyrim first came out for PS3? And the yeah. more hours yeah. you put in, the worse the gameplay got. Oh, like, dude, it, got it was, it was almost as if the game it. couldn't fucking handle the fact that you were playing it a lot. Yeah. It, it was just like, and then it got to the point where if you even, it, I, re- I remember the point that this started happening. It was up until, uh, it was... I th- want to say you already completed the story. Okay. You complete the story, and then you're doing pretty much the side quests. And the side quest that I noticed this on was when you were actually looking for one of the Elder Scrolls. Okay. And as soon as you touched water, the game crashed. Nice. If you touch the water in the ocean, you you're, you and your horse go swimming in the water, the game will fucking crash. And then you had to start over again. I remember when that happened, and uh, they released the update for the Xbox version, and for some reason they didn't release the PS3 one. They released the PS3 update to fix that, like, half a year later. Dude, and I it never was so long. Why. Yeah. It was so fucking long. But that was almost kind of the things that were happening to me. Like, the longer I played Anthem on PC, like, the more... I mean, obviously, I didn't. Did you end days. up playing that world event with the Ash Titan? No, dude, that was buggy as fuck. Really? Dude, yes, I would play it, it if it would. The, the Ash Titan would either just disappear completely, oh, and then reappear after like thirty seconds with full health. Nice. Or the frame rate would drop so much that it was unplayable. My fr- it wouldn't drop to where it would get unplayable, but it would, like... You didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Well, I mean, in your case, for mine, I just assumed the game's unfinished. No, yeah, the game was unfinished, but for my case, dude, it was, like... The, the frame rate drop was so fucking high. I didn't know what was happening. 
I was getting my shit pushed in. I got killed by these little enemies that the Ash Titan would drop. And I didn't know why. I didn't know what it was. You were talking earlier about how when you die, you had to wait yeah. for someone to like... No, I did. Yeah. And I, I remember the first time I played, I walked in this area and I didn't know I was in a group with people because I thought... I selected the single player. No. I didn't know you had to select single player. I didn't know it automatically Wait, threw you, you in Hang party. on. Yeah, it does. But here's the, here's the other thing about this game. So I don't know if they fixed it yet, but it throws you in with another party. Yeah. But it doesn't take account of your fucking level. Really? No. I didn't even know there was that. There was a video I saw where this level three guy ended up getting sucked into the very final boss fight. <laughs> They don't. Nice. They the matchmaking. Oops, I hit the mic. the The matchmaking for even getting into some of these missions is so fucking bad that it's just completely a hundred percent random. It, it's a hundred percent random unless you go in with a full squad of guys that you know. It is completely random about who gets into this game with you. That sounds in certain terrible. missions. It's so bad. They even had. They were telling this guy. They're like, "Dude, get the fuck out of here! This is the last mission. You're gonna spoil it for yourself. Get out of here!" And he's like, "Oh shit, okay." And he ended up having to leave. But well, not only that, he probably didn't. But this have is a campaign mission. That's the thing. That's crazy. A campaign mission. You can't just play it on your own. You are always playing with somebody else. This is probably the biggest issue that I have. Like, I and think that's, it's, but that's what also takes away from it. You were playing with other random-ass people that are f- burning through these missions as fast as they possibly can. You're missing cutscenes. You're missing content. You're, mi- you're not content. You're, you're missing cutscenes. You're missing uh, dialogue. You're missing all kinds of shit because other people are taking it away from you. Right. And it's such a really dumb system to have the campaign locked behind matchmaking. Yeah. But continue what you're saying. What I was saying was I didn't know that it automatically put you in a party, that that was the default yep, setting. It is. So when I first went out into the world, I was part of a party, and it kept showing me, like, markers for where they were, and I was like, are these just players, or why is it showing me where these people are? It wasn't until I got killed that I realized I was in a party, and like you said, there's no way... To leave. Besides, yeah, besides you know shutting down the game there was no way closing the game and going back into the game there's no fucking way to leave yeah i was like this is i remember sitting there i was sitting there for like probably 10 minutes thinking like okay is anybody gonna res me is any what what do i do how do i i'm like hitting all the buttons on my controller like what are the options what do i have nothing i have nothing no i'm just leaving the game yep there was nothing you can actually do fucking suck dude yeah and I don't know. I like, I did like Anthem from the demo I played. I'm going to play it whenever I'm done downloading it. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it a lot. Um, I want to give it a chance, yeah. mainly because I don't want to see Bioware get axed. This is <clears throat> what I was going to say earlier, is this is one of the biggest problems I have with gaming nowadays, is that... It's like a blessing and a curse to be connected to the internet at all times, to everyone always have access yep. to online, is that you can release an unfinished product, and they're like, we'll just patch it later. Yeah, Where they used to... Ship it now, fix it later. 
yeah then you have all these people flawed you're gonna either turn them turn them away because they're not gonna want to play a broken game or you're gonna have no one even wanting to play it in the first place right and look at look at fucking mass effect dude Mass Effect yeah. Andromeda, when that shit came out, they had two DLCs lined up for this game on top of a number of fixes. But because it, because they released it in such a broken state that EA was like, sorry about your problems, bro. We're cutting you. <laughs> they fucking axed. They axed Bioware Montreal. And awesome. And Bioware, it was just awesome. this one Bioware studio that's left that made Anthem. That's why this game was so fucking important because this game was going to save Bioware because this is the last Bioware like branch left. And Bioware, Mon- Bioware Montreal, sorry to cut you off with that, but uh, Bioware Montreal, when they made Mass Effect, the game was such a failure that EA devoured them and all of their DLCs got canceled. And the, oh, wow. game, the game became a dead game. You can still buy. It's fucked up. You go on the store, you can still buy it full price on digital copy. Yeah. But there's no point because there's no more content for it. The game has been abandoned. There's nobody to work on it. The game will never get all the patches that it needs. It'll never get all the DLC it's supposed to get. It'll never get. It's no one's working on it anymore. Right. And it sucks for that reason. This yeah. microphone is confusing sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it works one way, sometimes it doesn't work in the other way. Maybe it's just my monitor. I don't know. Sometimes I have a fucking just, relic for a computer. Sometimes you just gotta flip it around and try it a new angle. You finish your drink? No. No. I saw some in there. I should just chug it. Yeah, I wanna pour myself another drink. Guess what I was getting at was that with these uh with the internet, when they when they do that, you're releasing all these unfinished products. I and I hate games and the biggest one obviously right now that's doing it and they're making a ton of fucking money off of it is fortnite even if, if you look at it it still says it's in beta PUBG was the same shit is it yeah i didn't know that PUBG was the same shit that's the one thing i appreciate about apex they don't say it's beta oh this is the game right fortnite and PUBG, those are the fucking game yeah Pub, and that was the biggest reason why people were leaving PUBG was because, like, this game, they keep telling, calling it a beta, but they're not doing anything. They're treating it like the game's a full release now. But what's it a full release of? That's the thing. Yeah. This game is still the same fucking shit that they've released as called a beta. Yeah. yeah. They got three different maps you can play. Well, what's even more weird about Fortnite was that the Fortnite the what was it save the world that's the single player part yeah. of it. that released before the battle royale was ever even invented i know but the battle royale is what kept the game even going oh yeah definitely i think that game was tanking hard before battle royale came out but even the that save the world was saying that it was in beta i was like what are you releasing then you're releasing you're releasing you're paying 60 dollars for a beta that's wait odd. the game was full price yeah the, like you could i i might be wrong on this but you could buy like the disc version of save the world no shit i believe so and then it was full price when it came out and it said beta it never told you that it was the full 
version of the game. And I honestly believe, because if you load the game, it says, like, this game is still in beta and may change or something like that, may change before its final release. I was yeah. like, so you're just going to keep it in beta indefinitely so you can say that, like, well, if there's a glitch, it's because it's still in beta. It's been in beta for, like, two years now? What do you- but the fucking the thing about video games is that there's glitches all the time. It's right. a computer program. Right. They all are. They're all fucking computer programs, and they're all going to be glitchy. They all are going to be glitchy. Right. That's just how that shit works, dude. It's been the since day one of any game ever, anything ever that works on a computer program yep. and software, they're buggy as fuck. They always will be. It's just You can fix what you can, and if you can't fix it because it's embedded in the foundation of the game then then it's embedded in the foundation of the game and it's a glitch that there's there's glitches that you can always play with and it'll never bug you once in a while it'll show itself and you'll be like yeah. oh there it is and then you won't see it for months some games you have to actually try to find the fucking glitch yeah most of the most of the time pokemon. They were pokemon what was the glitch in that the to duplicate the master balls the oh original yeah. Pokemon. Yeah, I remember, okay, I remember that. Yeah. But uh no, like online game like multiplayer games like Call of Duty and shit. Like you'd have glitches oh. all the time where dudes walking on top of the map but you couldn't shoot them, but they could shoot you. Yeah. Sometimes they could fix it. So, and this is before patches were a thing. They would fix it sometimes. But most of the time it was just Oh, well, now that guy's on top of the map. Yeah, that dude's <laughs> on top of the map. I mean, granted, it was a real... You had to fucking really try to get it to do it. I Some of these glitches are... Or I should call them exploits than glitches, because they're yeah. not really a glitch. I remember there was a lot in I Halo and Halo 2. Oh, yeah. But... They were awesome. They were awesome. <laughs> that was the funny thing. is like, if you did it, everyone was like, oh, fuck, you did it. It wasn't like, god damn it, this fucker's exploiting us, blah, right. blah, blah. No, it was no funny. One about it. No one bitched about it. It was just funny. Because then again, it was like you were playing with your buddies on the split screen. Right. The person that was Actually, fucking you over was Jesus. right next to you so you can kick his ass. Right. <laughs> but, just shoot him. Then he dies. He's got to do it all over again. Yeah, if you get him, you get to him. But the thing is, I've always wondered this. I've even asked Van and Mike. I'm like, how does, how does some of these fucking people figure this shit out? I have no idea. I'm even thinking back, like I said, specifically to Halo. There was that there was a level where to get up to somewhere, I don't remember exactly the name of the, the level, but to get up on this ledge or to get up on this thing, you had to have the sword. And it was because with the sword you would like shoot yourself forward with it right. when you used it. So the only way to do it was to have a bad guy stand somewhere, like someone on another team stand there, and then you would have to lunge towards them to shoot yourself forward, and then it would like basically shoot you off of them up onto this ledge, and then if you sat up there with like a sniper rifle, no one could hit you, and you could kill everybody from up there. And uh, I might be a little bit wrong on the details, but which Halo was this one? I believe it. It. I'm thinking it was one but i'm the more i think about it i'm like it has to have been two had to have been two yeah i mean xbox the regular the xbox Xbox, yeah dude i remember i remember when halo 2 first came out people were fucking calling into school like they i knew kids that purposely said 
I'm not going to be at school tomorrow because Halo 2 comes out today. I remember my mom took my brother and I to go get it, and we bought the collector's edition that came in like a, a metal case. Back when collector's editions were worth it. Yeah. They weren't super expensive. They were just, you know, you spent... Well, what were games back then? They were like 35 40 bucks. Yeah. So then that. if you spent like 50 to $60, then you guys, uh, excuse me, you got the... Uh, Came with a bulletproof case. And bulletproof a case and fucking, fucking notepad. Notepad lore, all Fold kinds of crazy map. shit, dude. It was fucking... <laughs> those were the days, man. Those are the fucking days. I miss those days. Those days are long gone. Yeah. I don't... Every time I ever see a collector's edition of anything, I don't ever see a point in buying it. No. Because it's always like, buy the collector's editions. You get three more skins. Same. Yep. Cool. Same fucking bullshit, dude. Um, Let me... Let's see what else... What other topics did I want to jump onto besides these? Some people have been talking about how... uh, we kind of just we, some of the episodes talk about the same thing, mm. and most of the reason why that is is because those are the most popular topics right now in gaming. We're kind of in a weird period where we're not even close to Broketober. Broketober is October, obviously, <laughs> but uh, the uh, most games come out in the fall, yeah, not the winter. This yeah. is kind of one of those weird periods of time where uh, unless you're going out of your way to find an independent game, there's not a lot of big releases. Right now there is because you've got Anthem, you've got uh, Division 2's coming up, you've got... Uh, what else is coming up? Um, I mean, Crackdown, but that's not really a fucking... <laughs> it should have been. It should have been big. It should have been. Well, Fallout New Dawn was another one. But, okay, so Fallout New Dawn, or no, I'm sorry, Far Cry New Dawn. Why did I say Fallout? I'm fucking retarded. But uh, Far Cry New Dawn, everyone's been talking about it, saying, like, talking shit about it, saying it's, like, when it, when the trailer first dropped, it was a Rage 2 copy, blah, blah, blah. How do you feel about Rage? I've never played the first one. I have it. Um, you have it? You I have had the, the first, first one? one? PC. Yeah. Did you play it? Yeah. Recently? I have, like, 15, 17 hours put into it. Um, it's not bad. I was going to say, what do you think of it? It's, I would say it's the closest to, like, a Borderlands game I've yeah. seen. It, do, it doesn't have the loot variety that Borderlands does, but the gameplay is very similar. Yeah, but I think the biggest failure of that game was that it went into it with all these huge promises of stuff. And it yeah. didn't deliver on all, almost any of them. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know what all the promises were, but uh, I would definitely say that it's uh, it's not a. Does it make bad you look forward to the second game. one? Game. I. See, this is really tough because the problems that I have with the game is you could tell that it wasn't on PC. The problems that a lot of people have, a lot of problems I have. I can't say a lot of problems, but like, it's an id game, yeah. So it uses id tech, and id tech, uh, four I believe is what that was made with, and I believe id tech four is what they used on Wolfenstein, um, new, new order. What? Uh, 
Let me look that up. Those new Wolfen oh, no, those Wolfenstein games are so much fun though. Uses IdTech Five. Either way, um, that Wolfenstein game and that Rage game, neither one of them were optimized to be used with AMD process or AMD video cards. Mm -hmm. So I have an AMD video card. I have a RX 480, which is a pretty decent it should be able to handle those games absolutely no problem but for some reason with those two games i it's like it'll top out at like 55 frames per second not even and that's like if i'm staring at a wall like if there was a part in the wolfenstein game where you're outside and it's raining it my frames drop to like 28 what, the, like, fuck? what the fuck there's is it no new, new orders like an old, a new game right it came out in like 2011 2012 something like that New, oh, new Colossus, it was the one that came the new orders one that came out like it's the the remake the newest remake oh of the okay series. and so then new colossus new... came out like 16 17 something like that there... but my computer runs colossus just fine because that one was optimized for amd it actually when you start that game up it says amd so you can tell that game was made like with amd in mind and i feel like it's because probably a lot of people with amd pro or video cards were probably bitching that their game was and i was looking up every possible fix and there were people like try to do this try to do that try to do this these are some of the issues i run into just with computer games it's really fucking annoying you know that's as much as the pc master race likes to talk about their pcs one thing i've noticed is that y'all motherfuckers have a lot of problems yeah I completely agree. It's why I get so torn. Like, if I had to buy Anthem, I think... It probably works better on a console. I like... I've said that before. I've I already like said that, I like the shooting. The, I like the combat mechanics on PC better. Just because I'm more used to it. The mm -hmm. aiming and whatnot. It's so much easier with a mouse than it is with a controller for me. Um, But... The... The optimization is what worries me whenever it comes to, if it comes out for both. Like, I'm like, if it's not optimized for my computer and I drop 60 bucks on it, I basically bought a waste of space on my computer. Because yeah. I'm not, it's, I'm not going to enjoy it. No. And I have bought games that I have, like, uh, Rage. I mean, I think I bought Rage on sale. So I think I spent like five bucks on it. But when I bought it, I was thinking like, yeah, I'm so excited to play it. And it was like I was getting a consistent 40 frames per second and it would not go higher. And I was like, there's no way I can run the 2016 Doom at ultra settings and have get a constant like 70, 80 frames per second, which is way more graphically intensive, which is also using id tech five and run that game completely fine. But I can't run a game that came out two or three years before that. It doesn't. It does make sense. Very frustrating to me, dude. Remember when Batman: Arkham Knight came out, and they ended up having to cancel it for PC? Yeah, I do. Because it could not run on PC at all. Which is weird because it uses the Unreal Engine. Yeah, that is. It does, and that is, that was weird. And, and this is before, that was before I got into games the way I am now, mm -hmm. where I, I only played it on Xbox, and I was like, "This is a fucking awesome game." Right. And then I. I find out, see what year that came They came out, what, 14? 2014, 2015? Something like that, yeah. It came out, and then I come home, and then I start diving into gaming more, because 
You know, I'm like, oh, the division looks cool. Oh, Ghost Recon Wildlands looks cool. Blah, 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 blah. I buy these fucking games and I end up getting ripped off because they're colossal, colossal pieces of shit. Right. But, uh, so I started diving into games more and then I, I started looking at the history of, of the last probably four or five years. And mm. Bat- Batman Arkham Knight was one of the games that was just like not very well received. That's when I saw the article that it was the PC version was canceled. Yeah. And everyone that pre-ordered, they got their money back because it was just you could not run it on PC at all. It would crash all the fucking time. That's crazy. It was just it was broken for PC. It was completely broken, you, unplayably broken. Like I said, it's odd because it used the Unreal Engine. Yeah, it does. And and that is a very PC friendly engine. Yeah, most of the like I there's certain engines that my computer seems to handle better than other engines. So like, um, id tech. Why do you think that is? I, I think it's just the optimization. I think it's what they decide to focus on. Uh, Borderlands Two. If you start it up on PC, it has the Nvidia logo fly across your screen. Yeah. And there's actually an option in there for Nvidia physics. So you can tell that it was probably better optimized for an Nvidia. NVIDIA See, and that's. Card. Everyone talks shit about me why I don't fucking play PC games. This is one of those reasons. Where you have games that come out that are optimized for a specific fucking rig. But not other rigs. Right. Yeah. And you have the consoles where everyone, you know, we understand. I got it. Consoles are not nearly as good. They're getting closer, but we all know that consoles are still never going to keep up with PC. PC is always going to get better. If like in the cases what you're saying, some games are optimized to play better on fucking certain rigs, certain, yeah. then no wonder why it's getting broken across the board. Where you have the fucking PlayStation Four and the Xbox One, yeah, everything's optimized to that. Both of those, right. everyone knows because you have a dev kit for those systems. Yeah, you can develop based off of that. Hmm. I had a I, speaking of like the systems and PC, the. Darksiders games. I actually have a friend who bought Darksiders 1 and 2 on Steam. And uh, he said it like wouldn't even recognize that he had a controller plugged in. The game wouldn't recognize he had a controller plugged in his computer. So he got forced keyboard and mouse? Yeah. And he was telling me that he, you like, for some reason... Now, I don't know if it's changed by any means, but he was saying that like... Is this the newest ar- one? No, no, no. This was... The newest one is Darksiders 3. Yeah. He was talking about Darksiders. I believe he said he was playing 1. Okay. But he said, like, to look around, you didn't look around with the mouse. Like What? Like, you moved. He was almost... I, I might be using this as an example. I don't remember the exact keys. Well, was he using arrow keys? But I think what he was saying you had to do was use, like, WASD to, like, walk forward, back, left, and right. And then you use, like, the arrow keys to look around. And I was oh like, that sounds God. terrible. <laughs> I would, I would return. Were we the living game. in the nineties? Yeah, like, I don't even think the was, fucking nineties still used mouse. Yeah, they had a ball on the bottom. But <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? I remember when he told me that. I was like, how? How are you? I wouldn't even want to play the game. And he was like, Yeah, I didn't. I just uninstalled it. <laughs> Dude, that's such a fucking. Oh, that's such a fucking broken thing dude i can't believe that shit 
but to go with go back to the optimization thing there's just certain i've noticed there's certain engines that just run a lot better on my pc i don't know if it's like i said now that i don't know if that got out there i found a ton of forums on yeah. how uh that wolfenstein the new order the first one of the mm-hmm. remakes um had problems with amd graphics cards and now the new colossus the second one when you first boot it up it says amd so that one like they're obviously optimizing it better for amds um i i've noticed it just slows the gameplay down i also think it's stupid that's one of the engines that it's a hit or a miss with my computer id tech uh unreal is normally really good on my computer I haven't found a game that... How up-to-date is your rig, though? The only thing that I would say definitely needs to be upgraded, which would mean I would basically need an entire new computer, is my processor needs to be updated. Yeah? Yeah. I've been looking at getting uh, a PC. But I Yeah, I should, but (laughs) let's be fucking honest. I don't play PC games that much. Not because I, not only because I don't have a PC to play it on, but because I don't know. Like I have, I'm so geared with console games that PC to me is a weird switch. Yeah, it's an awkward switch. I think if you have a lot of games but on your Xbox, it's not still. even just. But it's not even just the the switch from console to computer or to PC. It's more of. A, keeping up with that fucking thing yeah i don't have the time or the no or the money to just keep updating my and then like you said you need a new processor which basically means you need a new fucking pc yeah and i can't be doing that it sucks because i just realized it just not that long ago because i was looking into a uh, new processors and you said your shit's not that old right? no i got it a couple years ago see you have these game systems that their shelf life is roughly a decade. Yeah. And then, you know, five years or just between five and ten years, more around six or seven years, a new uh, generation of console comes out. Yeah. But the previous generation often holds true for another, what, five years? Yeah, that's what usually like the PS3, Xbox, PS3, Xbox 360. I think the Xbox 360 and PS3 you can still play on. Yeah, they just recently stopped. uh, They took place like free games for PlayStation 3 off of the PlayStation Plus subscription. Why? I think it was just like there's not a ton of PlayStation 3 games we could give you that cuz obviously you have to get the publisher's approval to give them away for free. Yeah. So it's probably just like games that they were like we're not even going to bother with it anymore. That would be my guess. I don't know the reasoning behind it. That's unfortunate. There's a lot of good games. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have a Prototype 2 that I got from PlayStation Plus. I remember. It's, you know, me and me and Mike were talking about Prototype. Was it Prototype? No, it wasn't prototype. What was the game where you had that fucking glaive that you walked around with? I don't know. He was. It was a game, basically. It was the. Uh, it was the guys that created Warframe made that game. I forgot what it was called, but it was. I remember prototype. I do remember prototype though. Yeah, 
What game was it that I was... Oh, the same month that they offered Prototype for free. We they, talked about it in episode one. I just fucking forgot what it was. They offered uh, Infamous for free on PlayStation 4. Really? And I, was I, re- like, I remember that game. I'm surprised they haven't made another one. Yeah, who made that shit? Let me Google that. Actually, you, was, Google, you got a PC. You Google it. Um... Well, the one that they offered for free, the one I'm talking about, was the one that wasn't, like, a main one. It was infamous. Damn, I can't remember the name of it. It's the one with the girl, where you're a girl. Wait, there's an infamous where you're playing a girl? Yeah, First Light, I believe. That makes sense. I thought, nah, I don't fucking remember, dude. There's, I thought there was two, and I don't remember half of that shit, dude. That all, a lot of the games that you're referring to were games that came out when I wasn't playing games like I am now, or yeah. wasn't not not playing, but wasn't into it like I am now. Yeah, I get that. The publisher was Sony. The developer was Sucker Punch Productions. Sucker Punch. Are they still around? Who's the publisher for them? Sony. Sony? Yeah. So they should still be around, you'd think. Sony's not one of the publishers that would just fucking can a whole development company like EA. God damn it, EA. You better not fucking get rid of... uh, You better not get rid of Bioware. I know you will, though. Yeah, right here under Sucker Punch, it says products. Um, Sly Cooper... Uh, infamous series says oh nine to fourteen. How many wins do you have on uh, Apex? Zero. You've never won a match. No, but I have mostly only played PC. I talked about this with you off the podcast, but and the other guys. But for those that play Apex, I talk about Apex a lot. But it is a good game. I don't like battle royale games. It's the only one I do like. Play Titanfall two. Go back on that shit. If you're having a hard time, you get an Apex, you suck. I'm not that great, I'll admit. I'm not awesome, but I'm good enough to win. If I need, if like, if I get to that point. It, like, I just need other supporting teammates that are equally decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, if I get on a decent team, like, I'll play a support class. I'll play the, the fucking medic chick and just heal people and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, play, play Titanfall 2. Titanfall 2... The weapons are exactly the same as an Apex. They, it is the same shit. All of it's the same. Yeah. Um, the movement mechanics, the shooting mechanics, the gunplay. No wall is, running. No, there, there's the only difference is there's no double jump and no wall running in Titanfall Two. There is, um, but if you're if you're trying to get better at Apex Legends, play Titanfall Two for a bit. I don't think I haven't gotten a jump on multiplayer. I've only been playing campaign. And that alone was enough to get my muscle memory familiar enough with the uh, with mechanics to to play better. Nice. I I know I played. They have a uh, oh man, what is it called? Like a horde mode on Titanfall Two now. Really? Yeah. I haven't played. See, I haven't played multiplayer on Titanfall Two since its release. Can't remember the name of it, but. It's uh, 
it's basically you start off and there's three, four other people yeah. in your squad with you, and you have to defend this big pillar, and then waves of things come at you, and they obviously get harder to kill. Do you think they're going to add a pilot? Like a pilot character to the, to the list of heroes and legends? I think it'd actually be pretty cool if they did, and then gave one of his moves to just be wall running. That's what I... That was my idea, too. I was actually thinking, like, what the ultimate would be double jump and wall running, and yeah. faster mobility and stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas the... Uh, the regular ability that's rechargeable would be like a gravity grenade. Yeah, that'd be nice. Because, you know, I thought about it like getting a gravity grenade. The, there's only th- there's three grenades that are common in Apex. It's the thermite grenade, the frag, and the uh, the throwing star. But if you yep. you don't want a bunch of people having gravity grenades, because then anybody can fucking throw spam gravity grenades. And on an entire three-man squad and just fuck their shit up. Right. But if you had, uh, like, one signature character that had that ability, that'd be pretty cool. It would it would be a little OP, It would, but it would also make people play a little differently, especially if you know that a pilot character is one that you, that you can pick now, and they have a gravity grenade that will just pull everybody in and make you basically unable to do shit. Right. And wipe out your whole squad to play smarter. Don't group up. I tell people every time I play, like when I play with Mike and shit, I say don't get, don't group up with me. Spread out a little more. So yeah. we, we end up getting a firefight. Like you go up against three, a whole squad, in a firefight, and we're right here bunched up. They'll take us all out immediately. Right. Spread out. Don't fucking get close. Yeah, I always try not to be right next to whoever. No, I, I'm the same way, dude. I don't like being close to fucking people. The only time I do is if I know they're they're like a support class. They're right. dropping ammo and they're fucking helping out people and shit, and they can lay down suppressing fire. Who's your favorite person to play? It's, oh, dude, it's tough. It's between um, Bloodhound. Who's the medic chick? Lifeline is that? Is that her? Is that her name? What's her name? I don't. I remember what they look like. I don't. Remember it's the chick it that that like heals and has the healing drone, and she drops a care package. Uh, I think it's. I think she's the most important support class there is. Healing self heal is like twenty five percent faster. You're talking about lifeline. Yeah, lifeline, lifeline, bloodhound, um. Wraith. I thought Mirage would be good, but he's not. He's kind of shit. Yeah, his decoy isn't. The decoys out. aren't really. They don't work that well. If you 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 would have to be in the right place in the right time for your decoy to matter. For the most part, they don't because you send your decoy off. Yeah. And he'll just fucking walk up to a wall and stop <laughs> so and look around. And it's obvious it's not you. Right. And then when you get when you get down, you drop a decoy and you go invisible. But I mean, it helps you get away, but you're still fucking down. Right. Anyone who has half a brain knows that once you get that dark red X and you know that person's fucking down. Right. Then that person standing is not the fucking person. Yeah. 
decoys also have a little bit of a blue aura around them, so yeah. you know that they're not that fucking person. You pay more attention to that stuff than I do. I'm always like dead, and then I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I just get like angry. No, I mean, like when I first started playing the game, I was paying attention because I wanted to see, like, okay, what have they done? What is it that's different here that sets the, sets the bar different from the rest of the other Battle Royale bullshit games out there? As soon as I heard Battle Royale, dude, because I heard about this game before it came out, I was already checked out. I had like the lowest expectations for this game yeah i said oh it's free to play i'll try it only because it's free to play right but because it's and they were right like the ea battle royale blah blah. i didn't know about the microtransactions loot boxes i just knew it was free to play battle royale ea yeah and it was in the titanfall universe but not a titanfall game and i'm like dude this is gonna be fucking shit yeah. No one's going to give a shit about this. This game's going to fail, and then we're never going to get a Titanfall game after that. I don't even remember how I heard about it. It might have been from It was guys. from us. Like we, I knew about it because I was watching a content creator post about it a week and a half before it came out. Okay. He actually posted two. He posted one a week and a half before, he, before it came out, and then he posted another one that Saturday before it came out. It came out on a Monday. Okay. He was talking about how there's a free-to-play battle royale game being released by Respawn that takes place in the Titanfall universe, but is not. A, but it, there's no Titans in it, and it's battle royale. And it was like, what? What? You just said a bunch of words, and I'm it, confused. No, it wasn't even that. It was just like, wait, why? It was more of like, what? Why they? Why would they think that was a good idea? Why would they release that? And why has no yeah. one been talking about it? Is this bullshit? It's got to be bullshit. Everybody thought it was bullshit. No one believed it. When I when you told me, when you said it in the, the group message, and I read it, I almost didn't pay a lot of attention to it because I was like, okay, it's another game that came out. Yeah. Thinking, like, I'll see it somewhere. And then it was like five minutes later I was on Facebook and I saw someone, I don't even remember who, or something popped up about it. And I was like, I, it was like I read it and then it sank in. In the Titanfall universe, what does that mean? Okay, so what it means is, I played Titanfall two and I now I know exactly where it takes place. Yeah. So it takes place on that planet on Titanfall two. Your uh, enemies are apex predators. Right. They have the same symbol on their kits. The A. Yeah. The weird Assassin's Creed looking A. Yeah. Um. They're all different ethnicities, and like not even ethnicities, but like they're some are robots, well, some are robot fucking Samoans, like some it, are German dudes. It's, it's just a diverse group of dudes, right? And it takes place on their home world, I think. Okay, I more meant like when I when I was first reading whatever article I was reading about this game. I was like, so what does it have to do with Titanfall? It takes place on one of the planets that is in Titanfall. No, I meant like, what? Oh yeah, what does it? What is? What does Titanfall what is it, have to do? Why, yeah, how, why, how? How is Titanfall? How else is it involved? Yeah, well, that, like, I'm, that's what I'm explaining to you. Like that's that that actually is why, how it's involved. No, because I, I wondered that too when I played the game. I'm like, because when I first played the game, up until last week, mm. I'm like, I still don't see why this is the Titanfall universe, except for the weapons are this right. are similar. Right. Then I played Titanfall 2, the weapons are all the same. 
I I guess more of the the route I was thinking down was more of a what is the rel- like they were almost trying to use Titanfall 2 to sell the game. Yeah. To get people to download it like it takes place in the Titanfall universe like to get people who have played Titanfall to come and play this game. And I was like I don't really know why you're doing that. This looks nothing like Titanfall. Nope. And like even if you go out of your way to go back and play Titanfall and say, you know, like you did, oh that's how it links together. It still doesn't like they could have left that whole thing about Titanfall out and it wouldn't have made any difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it could it, have it's been not playing the big role. It I think the I think Titanfall Titanfall two has some of the best movements like it, it really controls does. in a game. I never realized it until I played it last week. The first playthrough I played for the campaign was on the PS four and I was like, This is how every first person shooter should be made for console. I remember thinking that. Like the wall the wall running, the jumping, the movement it was smooth. Jump, it, was, it was nice. It was super smooth. I don't know how that game was not up for game of the year. You know why? It was fucking good. The release date. What was around it? It they released it between Battlefield One and Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Oh. Yeah. So it was it was released in a very really it was it was released in a wrong time. Yeah. Because so EA released two games back to back. The first one being fucking Battlefield One. Yeah. Because what they were doing was they were trying to beat Call of Duty. Wasn't Battlefield One just like a hot mess? No, it was. It wasn't a hot mess. It wasn't great at the start, but it wasn't a fucking hot mess. It was good. The only problem it was, the only problem about it was, I mean, the typical EA server stability. Yeah. But other than that, the game was it was beautiful. It was fun. It was it was a f- breath of fresh air because you, you look at what Infinite Warfare trailer dropped. Right. And it was like, God damn it, Call of Duty in space ended up really happening. We always just <laughs> talked shit about it. No, and then it really happened. But then <laughs> fucking DICE and EA were like, check this out. They dropped the trailer for Battlefield 1, World War 1 game. Yeah. No one has ever done a World War War game, World War 1 game, and we're all like, oh shit, look at that. Not only does it look good, but fuck, it looks awesome. Yeah. Um... But then Titanfall 2 was also in that mix, and no one talked about it. Yeah. That's what killed Titanfall 2. I remember I bought Titanfall. Oh, man, I bought it, like, it was on sale for some reason, because it came out around the holidays, right? Um, trying to remember, because I bought it. I remember I only paid, like, 38 bucks look. for it when I bought it. So I don't know if it was just on sale where I bought it. I think I bought it at maybe Walmart. I don't remember. But I bought it and it was like 38 bucks. I was like I'm going to buy it just cuz it looks cool. And I remember watching like an IGN it came out in October 20, 2016. Okay. So still kind of close to the holiday. You want to know what's you know what's even more fucked up? You want to know what his metacritic score is? What? It's 89%. Well, it's IGN score was like a 9. 97. Dude, yeah. Titanfall 2 got rated Titanfall, really well from Titanfall everywhere. 2 was an amazing game. Still yeah. is. You go play it now, you're like, this is a fucking awesome game. I think 2016 was like the year for first-person shooters. Doom came out that yeah. year. Uh, yeah. Overwatch. I don't know. You're, I don't know if you're in that type of. I hate hero Overwatch. Shooter. 
Um, I, I was I, I for a while. I could not get into it, dude. Um, th- those three games alone were like huge for. They were a change for how the normal first-person shooters were going. Yep, they were definitely a huge change from like your Call of Duties and your they Battlefields. Were, they were good though. I mean, well, most of them were good. I mean, Titanfall Two was fucking amazing. Well, yeah, I was just looking up like uh, Doom Eternal is supposed to be coming out soon. It is. I didn't look at the yes, date, it is. specific date. Did you play the first one? The first, the 2016? I did. I played a little bit of it. I wanted to borrow it from Van and play it more. Actually, I'll probably just fucking buy it and play it. <laughs> Stephanie, it'd be a kind of game that Stephanie would like to play. Because it's mindless. It's not attached to any fucking multiplayer. She could just get out right. there and play it if she wants. The coolest part about the game is they tried to make it like the original Doom. No reloading. No, like... Yeah, just pick up ammo. <laughs> when you run out of bullets, you just... Well, they even they even made that system brilliant because the way that you get more ammo is to do the glory kills. So when you glory kill someone, they like shoot out ammo. Like, yep, (laughs) they spew it out. It incentivizes you to actually have fun with the game. Or no, you get the ammo when you use the chainsaw. You get health if you do a glory. Still incentivizes you to actually use use. The components of the game like if you do this really cool awesome kill you'll get ammo for it right like, really let's chop this dude up with a fucking chainsaw and look not only is it fun to do and makes me laugh but it gives me ammo <laughs> fuck yeah yeah that game was that game was fucking brilliant yeah it was it was i think it was hard it would have been because i believe if i'm not mistaken i think overwatch won game of the year for 2016 and I think it. I don't it. think it did. I can look. Oh, that not up. game of the year. I can't. No, I know it won something from IGN. Oh Maybe shit! Maybe it wasn't from IGN. You were right. They won game of the year. I, there was a lot of it fucking was, games. It, that dude, came it out was that year, game though. of the year, dude. That was weird. As soon as I put game of, it said game of the year 2016 Overwatch. Your phone's listening to us. In my Google search as I was typing it. I didn't even get to fucking get to game of the year. I, I said game of, and it said the year 2016 Overwatch. I'm like, what the fuck? I believe that year, though, had some remarkably good games, too. Horizon Zero Dawn came out for PS4. Uh, Breath of the Wild came out for Horizon Nintendo. Zero Dawn was also a good game. I didn't play a lot of it, but uh, I don't know. I really don't know why I didn't play a lot of it was a visually stunning game and apparently the story is amazing yeah my buddy joey like he platinumed it uh his brother platinumed it yeah. actually everyone i know who's played it has platinumed it apparently it's not like the world's hardest game to platinum no or most difficult i should say maybe not hard but um i i stopped playing my copy of it because before uh before Joey bought his PS4, I let him borrow mine because I was like, dude, you got to play this game. So I took my PS4 over to his house. I was like, here, just borrow mine and play this game. And it was Horizon. And we didn't know that the autosave would just overwrite my saves. Oh, no. So basically, he just he overwrote my things. And I was like, it's cool. I'll just start over. I was like maybe a few hours into the game anyway. Did I ever tell you about the time that you remember my ex, Leah? Yeah. Maybe she'll hear this. Maybe not. <laughs> She's stalking you, baby. I don't know. But, uh, so, she had, when I broke up with her, my PlayStation 3 was still at her apartment. 
Mm-hmm. And I had Skyrim on it. Yeah? Was she playing it? it? Well, she would play games, but my whole... Uh, my uh, my whole file for Skyrim was deleted. Yeah. I had f- fully upgraded Daedric armor, fully up- upgraded like Dragon armor, and it's funny because I only found out because I only figured out that I had no save file because my best one of my, my best friends in the army, he was like, "You ever played Skyrim before?" I'm like, "Have I ever played Skyrim before? Let me show <laughs> you some shit, bro." I plugged in my PlayStation. And the first icon said, start new game, not continue game. Nice. I was like, uh, let's, hang on a second. Let me, let me look at this. My Skyrim file was fucking gone. I had nothing. <laughs> I had to start completely over. I'm, I had hundreds of hours in this game. I was like, no fucking way. I laughed, though. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Is this, this is the route we're going. All right. So he tried to challenge you and say, "Did you ever play Skyrim?" No, you he was. Like, he just started no, because he started playing it. He never played it before. He's oh. like, "You ever played Skyrim before?" I'm like, "Bro, let me show you the fucking way of the Daedric." And then I pull up my fucking shit, and it's all gone. All of it's <laughs> gone. I couldn't do shit. I was so that upset. Would be depressing. I was so. It was so depressing. Uh, um, let's take a break so we can pour drinks. All right, I'm gonna and, go. and take a pee pee. All right. We'll be right back after these messages. And we're back, you fucking cunts. Woohoo! Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fucking cunts. Cuck and cunts are my favorite words to use. You like those CU words? I don't know what it is, but saying cuck, calling somebody a cuck is like, it's funny as fuck to say. It's fun to say. When I, I called the CEO of Activision, I... I openly said he's a cuck. Like this dude's a cuck. And there was a cease and desist on the podcast because they're gonna hear you. They're gonna put a cease and desist on this podcast. How? How are they gonna stop this? No more podcasts. You can't ever talk freely ever again. That's a violation of my First Amendment, motherfucker. But you can try. And then we'll have to show them how real life tea bags work. Oh yeah. That dude's a whole other piece of work, though. Um, there's apparently more layoffs going on at EA, though. Really? Yeah, EA Australia. Talking about... Uh, I think I've read that. It actually... I, I, I saw it today. It was Guild Wars 2. They're doing a huge cut and layoff on the teams that are making that game. Uh, Which I guess... It's EA Australia that's that's doing a lot of layoffs, though. It's not so much EA as a whole. It's just EA Australia. What from, else from did what they I make besides Guild Wars 2? Guild Wars 2, there's a couple other games I've never even heard of. Mostly mobile games. That makes sense. They probably should lay them off. <laughs> I, it, I'd hate to say it, but yes, I agree with that. Because mobile gaming is destroying the fucking gaming industry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the reason why I say that is because you look at look at some of our... I mean, your, your kids... Well, your kid. How many kid? Yeah, yeah, all your kids play on mobile games, right? Yeah. And would you say that mobile gaming has caused an issue with how they appreciate a game? Um, your I, son literally talks about trolling people. Yeah, I think they. Uh, <laughs> I think it. Uh, 
it caters to their attention span. There's short. Yeah. I mean, my oldest, he he beat Spider-Man. He beat the Spider-Man game for PS4, but I think he beat it as fast as possible. Like, yeah, I don't think he I don't know how much of it he took the time to enjoy. So he didn't actually he did. enjoy the story and the side quests or anything else. He just tried to beat the game. I don't know if, like, I think if I sat him down and I talked to him and I had him describe to me in as much detail as he possibly could about what the story was of that game, I don't know how much detail he could give me. Now, I'm I, not saying he didn't pay attention. I'm saying, like, it probably I know exactly stick you, with him. I know now. what you're saying. Like, I was the same way as a kid. I think all of us were. when it came, yeah. Especially when it comes to games, we only did it to play and beat the shit out of people and kill this and do that, like Blood Rain. Yeah, Blood Rain at the time was one of my. Fa- I talk about it as a mic, but it was one of my. Just Blood Rain was one of my. F- no, Blood Rain was the vampire game with the. Yeah, you're the smoking hot bitch with the scythes and you're killing Nazis. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what that game was about. <laughs> All I could Nazis. tell you is that I was a vampire, and there was other vampires, but I killed a lot of fucking Nazis, <laughs> and I don't remember why <laughs> or how I fell in that time period. That's awesome. I remember one quote from that whole game, and it was like one of the enemies. I get if I remember right, I gathered that she had a really broken past with one of these Nazi SS guys. Okay, that was like a sub boss. Okay, and I want to say he might have like raped her. Okay, or something. And he told her, "It's like I'll wear you like Leatherhausen." <laughs> And then you eventually just chop him in a fucking thousand pieces. Nice. And then, I remember that game being cool because you can unlock new movesets and stuff. And yeah. each moveset did something completely different. And one was more brutal than the last. You literally chopped fucking Nazis to pieces graphically. You cut their heads in half after you've cut their heads from their bodies. It was crazy. It was if you, I'm like, sure if, like, the way you remember, you know how you would remember a game or anything that you've seen from your childhood? Yeah. And you watch it now. Yeah. And it is, like, the biggest piece of shit you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's probably how it would be. I think I had Blood Rain 2 for the original Xbox. I don't even remember there being a 2. I don't remember it at all. I do. I don't think I ever played it. I think my brother played it. I don't think I've ever played a Blood Rain it game. It couldn't have been good. Because I was a really big fan of that series, and I don't think blood. If there was a Blood Rain two, let me look. Was there a Blood Rain two? I know they have one. Oh, speaking of what, have you seen this picture? Of, you played God of War, right? Uh, which one? The newest. The one? newest one. No. You look at the detail of Balder. Nice. I know. First time I saw the picture, I thought it was a dude's face for real. <laughs> I'm like, that's not in the game. I looked. Yeah, that is the game. It's the final fight. Um, here, let me look. What was I saying? Blood Rain Two. Yeah. Oh my God! There's. Is there two? Is there three? I mean, it's probably a ton of them. Blood Rain Two. I know there it was, was there was a second game. I know it came out for the. Whatever one it was, I had it for the original Xbox. I think my brother played it, and I never did. I don't know why. just didn't have interest in playing it, I guess. 
I, I don't uh, I don't know what it was. Growing up, I always played like the uh, 2004. So that I don't even know what consoles were 2004. See. Xbox it was like the regular Xbox and the PlayStation two, PlayStation three. Would it have been the three? No, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. PlayStation two. Well yeah, PlayStation two and Xbox. Blood Rain one and two both came out for that. GameCube. I mean, obviously that game wouldn't come out for it, but GameCube... Let me look at the images from Blood Rain 1. It sucks because it's drowned out by just the fucking movie. Was it basically a... Didn't that have Michelle Rodriguez? Yep, it did. (laughs) Yes, it did. Why do I know that? Was that that movie directed by Uwe Boll, or however you pronounce his name? The one who did, like, House of the Dead, the movie? I don't know. I want to look it up. I want to see because I know he was trying to get to do. Basically, he was trying to get. He wanted to do a whole bunch of video game movies. Um, when they were gonna make a Warcraft movie, he talked a bunch of shit on who Blizzard eventually chose to be the director of the Warcraft movie, and he was like, "If it was me, the movie would have been way better. The movie's gonna be shit since it's not me." And like his movies were terrible that he was making. <laughs> movie adaptations for these games like House of the Dead. Movie adaptations of all games are fucking ass. Oh, they yeah, always will definitely. be. Yeah, that was the coolest thing about Blood Rain was you kill these fucking Nazis, you you held you healed yourself by drinking their blood. <laughs> you chopped them to fucking thousand pieces, you stole their weapons, so not only did you use these pretty cool scythes to slice and dice all these fucks but you used guns too blood rain it was super fun blood rain was an an ooey bowl movie was it yeah yeah he made he was an executive producer in rampage president down which is a rampage is a video game yeah um oh dude i remember rampage I always pick the lizard. I don't know why. I don't either. Uh, Bro, Blood Rain 2 pushed the boundary, though. When it came to, like, sexuality (laughs) in the game. Those are just, like... How can I sexualize this redheaded chick to make her look... Oh, he made an Alone in the Dark movie. Alone in the Dark... He was a producer for Far Cry. I don't know if that was a movie. There Blood was Rain. a movie, but it was Blood fucking Dark. bad, dude. House I remember seeing it on Netflix back in 2011. <laughs> I remember I saw I started the, watching it and I couldn't finish it. I was like, no. Yeah, I remember seeing the, the ads for it, the Blood Rain movie, and I was like, this movie doesn't look remotely good at all. No, no, it doesn't. Uh, I started watching it and I'm like, I couldn't do it. Nope. Fuck this. Turn it off. Um See what other news is what other news has broken out in the last 
a little bit what we talk about there was a list of shit I wanted to talk to you about but I forgot it all motion sickness in VR oh v- dude VR so what do you think about the Oculus Rift so far I like it a lot I would say the biggest thing that I like compared to the the PlayStation PSVR is the controller hands down but is it a lot smoother would you say? Would you say that the Oculus Rift is built more of being a VR than PlayStation VR is? Yes. The problem that I'm having with it, it, it's not a problem with the Rift, though, so I guess I can't really comment on this, is I've been having a problem with my, my a couple of my USB ports to where it's almost like plugging in the sensors. The sensors aren't recognizing their actual USB ports. Yeah. So it keeps telling me, hey these aren't usb ports we can use and i'm like why the fuck can't you use them other shit can use them why can't you so it's like i have to switch them to other usb ports but other than that the game all of it runs smoothly i love the game selection and i like how you can plug in multiple cameras like it it came with two and the way that i have them set up is like one is like up facing down at towards you and then the other ones almost what do these cameras do they track the movement of the vr headset and the move controllers really so that's why there's dots on those controllers yes okay yeah i didn't know i didn't you kept talking about cameras like what the fuck are you even saying why are you talking about control like cameras and shit? Like people watch you do this shit? <laughs> yes, I was just sitting behind there, moving the camera around, make sure I'm still in the frame. <laughs> yeah, let's watch this fucking weird guy like <laughs> swing his arms. Did you around. see the video of the dude? Uh, the guy he fucking gave his brother um, his PlayStation VR, and he goes in the room and watches. He's like sitting there like doing this two fist pumps things, and you look at the screen, it's like chicks kind of twerking and stuff and he's like oh shit looking around like all these chicks dancing around him he's using the vr to like watch fucking softcore porn <laughs> of course of course that's gonna happen though yeah if i had i, would, I am gonna be completely honest if i had vr i'm watching porn on that motherfucker yeah you think i won't i don't know My- i'll make sure no one comes home so i'm not like fapping around <laughs> when someone walks in i got like there's this headset on with these eyes and i'm just kind of just uh, and no and everyone's walking in like hey brock how are you? oh my god my biggest fear would be if you you start watching some porn and all of a sudden like since it's vr you get some sort of computer you get a virus <laughs> you get oh yeah it's a virus yeah. Just get like computer herpes or whatever. That, you know what I want to try for the called. PlayStation VR? What Ace Combat Seven? Yeah, I saw those. Games. Apparently, the fucking VR for that is insane. The some of the, your helmet, you're looking around and you're in your cockpit, right? And your controls, your controllers that you have, are your flight controls. Yeah. So you're flying around in this jet, and you you look around as the pilot. And you can fly the jet and like look where you want it to like like look everywhere. Right. That'd be I'm like, dude. That would be fucking sick. I only want to get Ace Combat Seven in the PlayStation VR just to play that. Like yeah. that. I don't want to play it any other way because I don't think I like it. Yeah. You just like regular Ace Combat. 
Uh, Ace Combat, I've I've haven't played in a very long time. PlayStation One days. <laughs> PlayStation One days. Yeah, I remember. I don't rem- remember the name of this game, but for the Sega Genesis, there was like a flight game where you played. I, it might have been an Ace Combat game. I don't know, but there was a jet game where you were a fighter jet, and there wasn't too many enemy planes but you had a joystick control you only could play it with a joystick this is back when games had certain controllers that you could only play with them with just like uh right. steel battalion when steel battalion yeah. first came out you had to play with this 200 dollars controller which was by the way a desktop of its own <laughs> You had to have a desktop to play it because it was a fucking, it was a control panel. It had a control command center had buttons and switches all over it and stuff, and right. you were controlling mechs. So they acted, they tried to make it realistic by giving, like you couldn't play the game without it, because there were so many different controller mechanics to the game. Right. That, um. The only way to map out all the controls was to have its own special controller, which was hundreds of dollars. And yeah. it was fucking huge. It was probably like two and a half feet long. Had all these buttons and shit. Eject button, missiles, all that stuff. You just Lots of nobules. You're flying a fucking plane. But not on not in a plane, you're in a mech. So it's cool. It was it was an awesome concept and a lot of people were just it had a really huge following because of it. Yeah. Then the new Steel Battalion games came out and it was just piles of shit. <laughs> and so that kind of shit makes it makes a game really fun to me because it's so interactive. And a game that's that interactive, in my opinion, is it's fucking worth it. Some of the coolest shit I've done on the VR, which is like stupid, but it's cool to me. Is there's a toy box thing that came with the uh, the Rift, and you're basically put behind like a desk, and there's a bunch of toys in front of you that you can play with, and like you can you get like this wristwatch in the game, and you bring up the menu, and there's like a sparkler in there, and then there's a lighter, and in order to obviously you have to like flick the bic open and light it. And then light the sparkler, and then like you can move it back and forth, and it's actually like it'll show you. Is there any shooting games on this? Yeah, actually, one of the games that came with it. It's a game called Robo Recall. You're like a high tech futuristic agent. It's the best way I could describe it. Have you ever seen iRobot? Will Smith. Yeah. It's like that, but a game. Way cooler. What's the game that I saw that was for PlayStation VR? I think it was PlayStation VR where. It's a first-person shooter game, that, and it has it looks good. Like you're walking around with an M4 and stuff, and you're loading. Dudes are you're scaling cover and shit in the game. Oh, I didn't. I can't remember the name of it. I don't know. I, I know they have it. a lot of them on like Steam, um, like first-person shooters like that. But I don't know which ones are good. the The game that I'm talking, Robo Recall, that came with it. It you can do that. Like, you can tilt your gun to the side and shoot it like you're a gangster. It's cool, too, because the way that it works is, like... And then hit the little girl across the street. What's up? (laughs) And then shoot the little girl across the street. Yeah, exactly. Um, You can, can like, take the gun that you're holding it. Like, let's say you're holding your gun in your right hand. Mm -hmm. You can grab the fucking... 
you can cock your gun with your left hand. Like you can grab the what is it called the the slide? The yeah, <laughs> you can do that with your left hand on that on your gun. No shit. And but the thing that's once cool we about, once we finish this episode, <laughs> you're gonna go down there and try to. I want to fire up your VR or right. your Oculus Rift and fuck with it. All I right. have to. All right. Before I go home, I have to. And the cool thing about that game is like you can, uh, like, it's not confusing. Like you know how like in normal games you hit triangle or you yeah. hit Y to switch mm-hmm. weapons. You don't do any of that. What you do is you just reach like you have two guns set to your sides. You so you can have put two one different down, guns. And you pull the other one up. Well, you just have two guns down here. You can have two different guns. You can have the same guns. But what you do is when your these are empty, you just drop them. And then you grab them back from your sides. How do you drop them? You There's buttons on the controller. Okay. So there's like, it's, you'll see the controllers when we get down there, but it's basically like a stick, kind of like the PlayStation yeah. Move. I feel like I'm going to burp. The PlayStation Move, <laughs> it's basically like a stick. And there's a button for your middle finger that's on the back of the stick. And then there's a trigger button. Okay. And then there's an analog stick and then like two buttons. And there's like a pause button right there and then on the other side it's the same thing but in reverse and then it's like a circle thing that goes around i think it's like a guide so you don't slam it into shit (laughs) but uh so what you do is you grab the guns with that second that middle finger trigger and then you shoot with the regular trigger i like i will try this so fucking bad so that's what i was saying i like it way better than the move controllers i think if playstation just change that controller i think their vr would yeah be why on. i have no idea why they haven't yet i i don't know why they haven't updated the, what's it. yeah what from what i've seen what i've gathered the oculus rift is a lot more uh optimized not optimized what's the word i'm trying to think of um the oculus rift seems more seems a lot more in tune with vr than playstation vr yeah like it's geared more towards being a vr platform than playstation vr is right I think the PlayStation had these move controllers back in PlayStation 3 days. They're this, basically the same controllers. Really? They're the same shit? I, I think they upgraded them to work with the software, and they might work a little bit more fluidly on the PS4, but they're the same design. They're the same almost everything yeah. from the... In fact, if I'm not mistaken, you for a while there, you could still use the PlayStation 3 ones on the PS4, and then there was like certain things that you couldn't do with the PlayStation 3 ones, like use the psvr the another like i was saying the cameras thing is cool too so you can have like it comes with two you can add more cameras what's to the give you, what's the advantage of that in this robo recall game you you'll see you can turn 180 degrees and look behind you so like with the playstation vr you really can't do that because the camera has to be in front of you so yeah. like it won't be able to tell what would like it won't the camera itself can't look behind you because you're blocking its view. You know right, okay. So like if on the place it, or on the Oculus Rift you have multiple cameras, I have one here and then one here, but it's set up to an angle where it can basically see behind me. And then this one's set to an angle where it can basically see to the left of me. I have oh, I have three hundred and sixty degrees of coverage. So I could walk in a circle and it should be able to get every move. But I could always buy another camera and put it behind me and face this way and then it's like a better coverage it keeps it more fluid so you could have like it's, i don't know how many cameras how you could add. you move around in this shit without bumping into everything around you well 
the cool thing with this, I don't know how the PlayStation VR is as far as a setup, but for the Rift, the setup is it tells you, like before you even put the headset on, it tells you hold down the button on one of the controllers and walk around where your play area is going to be. So it, it puts like this outline there. And then it says, do so you, you want know. us to tell you when you're going outside that? And I said, yes. So now let's say I'm playing Robo Recall. Well, that outline disappears. Let's say I move over too far to the right and I stick my arm out. It brings that grid up and tells me, hey, you're going outside where you set that boundary. Really? Up. So it tells you you're going too far. So you know your boundaries while you're in the game. Yeah. It, it's not cool. always there. It's not always showing you. No. One of the other. But it only shows you when it needs to show you. Yeah. The Robo Recall game is really cool. It like you can grab robots and rip their heads off and throw the head at someone, throw the body at someone else. You can like <laughs> shoot someone, throw the gun in the air. Look at slap, you knocking slap the Slap fucking... the microphone. Um, Hang on. <laughs> Stop. You fucked. <laughs> you almost fucked up your mic. <laughs> you almost fucked the microphone up. You had it stop for a second. Jesus Christ. But no. So. So. Are we good? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> so you can like, you can, uh, you can like grab a robot and take their gun and shoot people. You can, uh, you, like if they're shooting you, their bullets move slower. So you can grab the bullets out of midair and throw it back at them. Um, there's like these little spider things that jump at you. And if you grab them and throw them, they'll explode. It's fucking crazy. It's I really cool. Dude, I gotta show you this fucking video. This this guy, it's like a medieval type game. And he had this chick in front of him where she was tied up. And he grabbed her by her throat. And he would like smash her fucking head over <laughs> and over into the wall. And then just start beating the fuck out of her. And then you pick up a sword. You like shove it up her ass and, just, <laughs> and fuck her with a sword. I'm like, <laughs> human beings are, such the, are the worst. I want to try to find it. Hang on. Um, but one of the other cool things that I... I I was doing in the game is it comes with a toy box and it's just these toys that you play with like there's uh there's fireworks that, but one of the coolest parts the coolest things about this toy box is a boomerang so like you're sitting in this room and if you throw it off to the left it'll go around the whole room and it'll come back to you and you can catch it in midair that's pretty fucking sick. so like i was and while you're doing this like whatever you're doing on the vr will show up on the monitor so mason was watching me do this and he was like daddy just try to catch it and i was like all right so i would like throw it as hard as i could like off to the left and it would come all the way around i'd try to catch it with my left hand catch it in midair i was like this game it's great there's a puppet you can pick up and like move its mouth like you're fucking jim henson <laughs> i was trying to like eat the firework with <laughs> with the puppet Eat the firecracker, you fuck. It was, it's like crazy st stupid shit that you can do in these games. And I think it's so cool because it's VR. Dude, I think I found the game and I think I know what it, it's called Blade and Sorcery. Is it a VR game? Yeah, but it's got a PvP mode. That should be, where do I buy it? Oh, it's on Steam. Let's see how much it is. Dude, hang on. I'm trying to find the fucking video. It's, uh... It's free, apparently. It's an early access game. It's 20 bucks. Most... Most brutal. 
Jesus Christ. It's brutal. This game looks amazing. <laughs> Look at this shit. Jesus Christ. You can pick he picks you can pick these people up by their fucking throat and smash their skull into the wall. <laughs> This hilarious. <laughs> you could be a mass murderer. Without <laughs> murdering anybody. Oh my god. Dude, I would fuck around and accidentally throw the controller thinking I'm throwing the knife. <laughs> That's my biggest fear so far. I have yet to wrap it around <laughs> my wrist wrap the guide thing around my wrist but I'm definitely gonna start cause like when I was throwing the boomerangs I was like it's a matter of time before I whip this thing across my basement I have no idea how much it costs to buy another another controller I gotta find this I gotta find this fucking video of <laughs> yeah it's uh it's fun the biggest the, the thing that I wish I could get to work I mean, I guess it it works like it should. Yeah. Um, there's, you can bring up the the Rift menu, and it like you can bring up a virtual desktop, which then if you had the headset on, you're basically using your computer with a headset on. Hang so on. I was like, this fucking monitor bullshit keeps fucking up. Talk. Go ahead. Keep going. And uh, I I tried to load a non rift game in vr to try to play it and it wouldn't it just like freezes the the freezes the whole rift system are you still watching these videos no hang on i'm i'm, I'm trying to find the one that i really wanted to show you <laughs> and i just ended up like this dude stabbed him with a sword and he like picked him up off the ground <laughs> <laughs> this game is ridiculous. It's preposterous as fuck. I'm trying to find the video that I saw where the dude takes her by the neck. He takes a chick by the neck and fucks her up. And it's it's just it's funny to watch because <laughs> he like just grabs her, walks to the wall and just starts fucking smashing her head in the wall, bends her over and then fucking takes a an axe, but axe just fucking sticks it in her. Then picks up a sword and just starts fucking right in her ass. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> so, and as a knight with no self, where, no self control. Going. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is like for serial killers. <laughs> this is the outlet for fucking serial killers. <laughs> do you have, do you is this game available for the Oculus Rift? It's on Steam. It's like twenty bucks. This game? Yeah. I almost want to say it's fucking worth it. Just to run around and kill a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. Get home from work when your boss is being a complete fuck. And a you're cuck. Just, you're just being, yeah, your boss is being a fucking complete cuckold. And he just and you want to <laughs> pretend to beat the shit out of him, and you just but you can't. You don't want to lose your job, so you just come home, stick on the old Oculus Rift, put in Blades and Sorcery. That's the name of this game, by the way. Put on Blades and Sorcery, and just start fucking knife fucking people. Literally taking a sword. There's videos of these people. You grab them by their goddamn throats, and you take a sword, and you just start just in and out, just fucking them with this sword. You have coitus with your sword. Dude, it's the best. It's like I'm watching this shit right now, and I want to get on your Oculus Rift right now and, and just tear your ass with it. I can't wait. Well, you can definitely tear up some robots. I don't have <laughs> blades and sorcery. You can brutalize the robots, though, right? Yeah. You can grab them, rip their arms out. You can beat them with the arms. <laughs> I'm definitely going to do that. <laughs> you know that. Oh, man. So, uh, Brandon, what what have you been up to besides gaming? Besides Crackdown, torturing yourself. I watch you on YouTube playing this goddamn game, and I feel so bad for you. (laughs) Don't feel bad. I mean, it's not a bad game. I don't think it's bad. I think it's definitely a throwback. I I feel like what they did is it was almost like, well, we we can't deliver what we promised on back in 2015. So... Let's just make it as much like the first Crackdown as we can. And they made it too much like the original Crackdown. That's... Uh, so I don't think it's bad. I think it's just... It's like it's outdated. It's like you don't buy Tetris for your PlayStation 4. Because Not for $60, you don't either. Right. That's... I, that When I asked you, I couldn't believe that it's a full-priced game. Here's another fucked up thing about the game, and I just found this out last night. I had last night was the first time I ever played co-op, played with my buddy Joey, and uh, it limits the FPS to thirty frames per second. Yeah, you and were saying something about that earlier. What's up with that? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It makes sense if you're playing split screen, you're on the same console or you're on the same whatever. But that's multiplayer in general. Yeah, this is just this is online. Both of our rigs are obviously able to handle six, at least sixty frames per second. Don't knock that shit. It was like it didn't get la- it wasn't laggy. It was just slow. Like I was playing when I play solo, it's at least a solid sixty frames per second. So it's a definite change to be dropped down to half of that. Yeah, it is. Um, it it didn't make any sense to me on why why they did that to to that game specifically gears of war 4 has in my opinion has better graphics than this game and you can play that two-player co-op on the same pc on the same xbox whatever split screen and it runs at 60 frames per second 
So if that game can run at 60 frames per second, why the fuck can't this game? Uh, dude, I don't know. Especially if a game that's kind of... Def- for- <laughs> not even just delayed, but it's just it's such an outdated game right now. And it, they yeah. want to nerf it like that? What's the point? What was the point of nerfing it? They nerfed it hard. Like, really hard. I don't... I don't not like the game. I think the biggest thing that's hurting it for me is that I did buy Agents of Mayhem like a year ago. Yeah. And it's the it's basically the exact same game. There to me there is almost no difference between the two of them. No. The biggest difference is you switch weapons in Crackdown. Um the way the Agents of Mayhem works is there's different there's like 20 or however many different agents and each agent has different weapons. And what you do is you pick three agents and then you go out into the world. So you can, sc- you know, you switch between those three agents. You get to play Terry Crews. Yeah. But what's even fucked up about that is I don't think he does all of the voice acting for his character. No? I think he does it for like the cutscenes. So he does it for like the opening scene and then he does it for like cutscenes. But when you're out in the world and he it's says not something, him? it's not him. That's fucking shitty. Now, I might be mistaken and it might be him, but. Like it doesn't sound. You can tell a difference. You can tell there's a difference. That's why, like, my first character I made was the Terry Crews guy, just because I was like, maybe it'll be different. Maybe he'll say. He's shit in all the advertising. Can you imagine if the different if a voice actor for gameplay was different and it wasn't Terry Crews, and they have been selling this game? Let's look right now. I want to look right now. With the the voice actor change. Uh, who's the What's the name of that character? Okay, let me look. Crackdown three. I spelled crackdown really stupid. Crackdown. <laughs> just made up letters. Crackdown three. Terry Crews. His name is Commander Jackson. Hang on. Okay. Commander Jackson. J A X O. Yeah, I know. I, I saw. Voice actor. See, I don't even know because if you go on like IMDb, it just says agent voice. So far, I know. It could be. Hold the fucking phone. Crackdown three voice actors. Who are they? The biggest out of the three were the biggest out of Crackdown three voice actors is oh shit the fucking article kind of just all the advertisement I hate that you look at an you look at something and you're trying to read an article and then all the advertisements pop up at once and then next thing you know the fucking thing is broken into pieces and you can't find it. Terry Crews, former football player and actor, plays the protagonist, Commander Jackson, the character Taylor made Crews. Terranova. It plays the agency's voice. Huh. So, I guess it is Terry Crews. Does it sound that off? Um, it might have just been me. It just sounded like once the game was started, it did not... It didn't sound exactly like him. But, 
I stand corrected. It didn't not sound... I don't know how to word it. It just didn't... It sounded like him if he had a brother, I guess. Huh. So, I yeah, that's... I, th I guess it might just sound different. Maybe the way that they edited it. Did you edit watch it? I don't know. I don't know if I. I don't know if I showed you guys those videos because I recorded the one for Crackdown mm -hmm. and then the one for Agents <clears throat> of Mayhem. And if you actually look at my comment on Agents of Mayhem, it says this game reminds me a lot of Crackdown. And the gameplay, there's double jumping, triple jumping for some characters, exactly like Crackdown. You summon a car that shows up that you can hop in, exactly like Crackdown. The cutscenes. Like I said, those static. Did you look? Did you ever look exactly at who like made? Uh, what was the name of that game? Agents of Mayhem. Agents of Mayhem. I did. I can't remember off the top of my head who it was. Agents of Mayhem. Shit. Agents of Mayhem. Volition. The same. It takes place in the uh, Saints Row universe oh saints row so, but you know what though crackdown and saints row have similarities big which ones which makes sense since it takes place <coughs> they all, the, all they've always have yeah that's why when crackdown 2 came around saints row was like on its fifth one and nobody cared yeah saints row was pop i remember when saints row first came out it was it was like grand theft auto except you could do more customization yeah. And that was the appealing factor of it. It was a little bit more ridiculous. Um, there was more customization for your car, for your character. And there wasn't any real game out there like it. Right. And then it just kind of went off the fucking rails. <laughs> Outer space bullshit, running for like gangs running for government it was like what the hell angels and demons <laughs> i remember it was it just didn't make sense it was like dude what the fuck we, we, we've come so far from gang rivalries to being and running for political office against a goddamn alien or some shit <laughs> i remember i was trying to figure out how agents of mayhem related to saints row and i started watching a bunch of videos that were like a synopsis of the saints row games I remember when I got to the point when they were talking about like going to outer space and all the political shit. I was like, "What the fuck happened? Like, where where did this make a a sharp left?" Dude, because, I don't know. I don't know where I we really are. I really right don't now. know. I I want to say it was Saints Row Three. Saints Row Three introduced this bullshit. Saints Row Two, I think, had like there were cheat codes or some kind of shit that would give you a spaceship. Or some really badass like aircraft, right? And they just took that and ran with it, and made it into something with the game. Made it like let's just make that into the game, make it to where it's fucking aliens and angels and demons and a battle between <laughs> heaven and hell and outer space and earth at the same time. Is what the fuck, dude? There's so much going on right now. It's like what happened in the days of getting just a double-ended dildo and beating a hooker with it? That's simple. That's fucking simple. Like, yo, she sucked my dick. I'm going to beat her with this dildo and get my money back. No, nope, no, I got to battle a goddamn kraken to fucking 
Dude, it's crazy. Saints Row, and I'm glad they stopped making them because they started pumping them out like it was nothing. Right. <coughs> this open world game. Was, <coughs> even even though I wasn't really heavily into gaming, I was heavily into gaming, but I was more into playing the game than I was diving into the details of it like I am now. Right. With with you know with the publishers and the developers and the different things that they do. What's going on behind the scenes, you know, layoffs and all that shit. What is your opinion of unionizing game developers? Um, I think it should happen. I think it needs to happen. Unionizing uh, the, gaming, uh, the gaming industry to where that big publishers cannot fuck over the employees like Activision has done. Yeah. I guess I'm indifferent about it like you're not really would, pro but you're not really against it either yeah i i would almost tend to think that in some regard them letting those people go they had to have given them some sort of severance unless they were like completely insignificant to they, anything so they they did give them a severance but the only people that got a severance was uh employees of blizzard okay everybody else kind of just got the fucking boot From what I understand, it could be different. I don't know. I don't... Blizzard needs to fix their shit. I think they need to separate from Activision. I know people that are avid World of Warcraft players, and they have even said World of Warcraft is dead, and they're brokenhearted because of it. Me, personally, I don't give a shit about World of Warcraft. I knew knew a girl um, from Europe. She was a, a World of Warcraft gamer, and... She explained to me, because I, I didn't really understand World of Warcraft. I just knew a lot of people play it, and it was very addicting to some. Yeah. She was one of those players that was addicted to it. I'm like, how the fuck does that even work? She said, oh, well, you know, you build a character, and people sell their characters from real money. Yeah. You can sell a character, like, based off of the, the things it can do and the role that it plays. You can sell it for thousands of dollars sometimes. I actually and, had a friend back it's probably like a year or two after the game came out so fucking years ago back when like everything was still new and he was the first one to get they made these legendary items now they're not extremely difficult to obtain right but he was the first one to get one of these legendary hammers it was called the hand of sulfurus he actually got a letter like in game from Blizzard saying like congratulations on being the first person to ever obtain this item, and it was extremely hard to get back then. Well, he he sold his account. He got like five grand for his account, and this was like two years after the game came out. So it was like fifteen years ago. He got like five grand for it, and then what he did, this asshole, he turned around and called Blizzard and said someone hacked his account and got his fucking account back. Oh my god. I was like, isn't that illegal? Like, Dude, that's fucked up. Yeah. I you remember just ripped somebody off of five grand? I remember because I went to his house. He had a brand new computer. I was like, nice computer. He was like, yeah, I sold my WoW account. And I was like, you fucking sold it? Because like, I was playing WoW at the time. I was like, what the fuck? What'd you do with all your shit? Oh, my God. If he anybody, was like, oh, don't if, worry. If, I got if, my if account If anyone back. worth a shit is listening to this podcast and they hear this, they're probably going to go after your buddy now. Uh, I don't. It doesn't really bother me. <laughs> I don't really I don't For, talk to him. I'm pretty sure you can narrow it down the first person that won that that earned this legendary item. Yeah. And like, oh. Okay, we know exactly just who that is. Just hit me up. I'll probably just tell you who it is. 
I don't really hate him. Damn. But I don't bro. hate him, but I don't, Damn. I don't really. said some shit about my mom once I didn't really care for. Oh, so <laughs> fuck him, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Let's get this fucking dude. What's his name? Let's get it. Sean. Sean what? O'Toole. Sean O'Toole? Yeah. All right, Sean. You're probably going to lose your WoW account now. <laughs> Hope, Hopefully. Maybe. I'm not going to say hopefully. I don't know you. The numbers might be off. It might not have been five grand. I remember it was a few grand. Because I remember I was like... It was... So he got thousands of dollars off this account. Yeah. You know what? What if I title this episode, Selling the WoW Account? (laughs) Do it. Yeah. You know, I've been wondering what I'm going to call this episode. I think I'm going to call it, like, Sell Your WoW Account for Thousands. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Do it. Oh my god, that's yeah, perfect. That guy. He. I think I'm, so what, you're not friends with this dude? I don't talk to him. I think I'm friends with him maybe on Facebook. No, oh, so it's one of those friendships that aren't even real. Where yeah. you guys are just. You're more acquaintances on a social media outlet and you don't know. You don't really talk to each other. Yeah. He's. I think he's friends with my brother. Did you so. hear episode one? How Stephanie was talking. Stephanie was talking about. How her dad, she told her dad that I was recording a podcast. He said, if, he, if Brock has enough time for a podcast, he has enough, he can get a second job. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I told uh, I told my dad I was recording a podcast. No, I'm just kidding. That'd be pretty fucked up. I was going to say, like, <laughs> well, you're, that would be really weird because your dad is not here anymore. So... No, I told uh, told Kirsten's dad we were recording a podcast, and he was like, "Oh, that's cool. What's it about?" And I said, "Gaming." And he was like, "Oh, that's really cool." Her dad's like the coolest fucking human being I think I've ever. You know what I've noticed though? A lot of people that listen to these kind of podcasts, they don't care about gaming. Yeah, they don't. Like nobody sticks around. As soon as you talk about gaming, they just kind of get glassy eyed and they tune it out, or they and they change it. (laughs) They want to hear me talk about fucked up shit. But you know what? I'm going to tell this to everybody now. If if you make it to this point, we're two and a half, we're almost two hours and 40 minutes in. Crazy that we're <laughs> that far in. Time flies when, when you're doing this, at least. If you make it all the way to this end, awesome. Um, but also, no, if you don't really give a shit about any of this, understand that once in a while, I'm going to have episodes where I really want to dive into the certain aspects of gaming when it comes to PC gaming, when it comes to different shit that's coming out, when it comes to like just anything. Um, There's things that people need to know. Some people actually want to know this shit. Yeah. I want to know this shit. I need to know this shit because especially a game like Crackdown, I I will admit I I would never have bought that game. Yeah. That's not a game I would play. Yeah. But somebody who will listen to this is eventually is is probably going to be someone that wants to buy it. Yeah. Would you say it's a buy now or wait? I wouldn't even say it's a wait to be honest. I would you I mean wait to for a price reduction. I would say not get it at all to be 100% honest. If really? you're going to buy it on console, if you're going to buy a console or PC, I would say honestly just go with Agents of Mayhem. I think as far as depth for the games go, they're the same. Like they both have the same depth. I think the story is actually better in Agents of Mayhem. Um, the only part, unless you plan on playing it with your friends, then go with Crackdown. 
because as odd as it is, uh, Agents of Mayhem, like I said, you pick three, three agents right before you. Right. Leave. There's no multiplayer. Like you're picking three fucking agents. Why is and there's a there's like twenty of them you can pick from. Why is there no multiplayer in this game? Wait, this is Agents of Mayhem. Yeah, it makes absolutely no sense. That doesn't make any sense at all. Why have three characters if you can't use them on anything else but the end game? Yeah, the main story. So that's what I'm saying. Like, unless you're playing, you're looking into the co-op campaign, or you're looking into that wrecking ball, or whatever it's called, which is terrible, by the way, because of that auto lock-on system. Yeah, it's present during the multiplayer. So like, they have the destructible walls. It's not as fine-tuned as they they showed us in the the trailers where like you could chip away at a wall or shoot a hole in a wall and then shoot through it it's definitely not that like it's more of like if you shoot at a wall yeah a huge said, chunk of it falls you did out say that yeah but uh like i don't think buildings like they a don't. whole building will crash remember down. mercenaries yes where you could bunker buster a fucking building to the ground you were in korea yeah the first one you were in korea and you can literally like Drop bombs on buildings and take them down to the ground. Use yeah. a bunker buster on a skyscraper. That bitch is going to the ground. It'll come back. It'll the it'll spawn back in later. But that just goes to show you how outdated Crackdown Three really. Is. You know what? Crackdown Three is this week's burning pile of shit. Yeah. And here's why. It's a sixty dollar game running on old tech. They can't get shit to work right. Their multiplayer, it is the multiplayer that they dumped on the uh, FPS, right? Uh, the co-op. The yeah. co-op. Even worse. Yeah. So the, there's no reason for that. So the co-op, yeah, they dumped down the co-op. They cut it nearly in half with the frames per second. Um, uh, it was delayed countless times. And then stealth drop. They stealth released that shit. They didn't even want. There was no hype behind it. They didn't want anyone talking about it. Right. So I think that's I why they that then, and they stealth released it because they didn't want those shitty reviews to come out about it. I guarantee you that's what it was. Yeah. Um. Then they released the campaign, and then they didn't release the actual multiplayer till like the next day, which didn't make any sense to me. That is weird. Like they released the, the next game. day. Yeah, it was like the game came out, the campaign came out, and then the multi the the PvP multiplayer came out the next day. Yeah, which didn't make any sense. Like I would understand if it came out like the next week or a month later, but it was the next day. <laughs> the PvP part. That's came so out. stupid. Yeah, because I remember. I remember I was reading up. What were they trying to find out with that? What like what was the point? I don't know. I know that that whole cloud computing thing, I still I believe, is still present in the wrecking ball part of the game, the the PvP part. But like I said, it's not as fine tuned, it's not as precise as the other one is, and that auto targeting is terrible. So like, let's say someone's like by a corner, but you can see them. If you auto target them and then they run behind the corner, yeah, you can still target them. Right. What the fuck? Yeah. So and. Like, you can shoot through the wall. Like, it doesn't go through the wall. It'll tear the wall apart, and then you can shoot them. But, like, they have to get out of your line. They have to, like, get away from you to break that auto-targeting. 
So yeah, there's that actually furthers my point about why this game is the biggest burn is the burning pile of shit this week because, like I said before, how are you going to delay a game, an exclusive game for Microsoft and the Xbox? How are you going to delay that game to put lead people on that were actually looking forward to it, and then release it in such a dumb like it's not even what you said it was going to be. Such a dumb fucking thing to do. Yeah. And then stealth release it. Don't even put hype behind it. Once in a while, after you release it, hype up the ads with Terry Crews in it, which I'm sure he recorded forever ago. Yeah. He probably probably. forgot the game was even coming out. (laughs) He's been doing other shit since then. So dumb. Yeah. I can't, ugh. I, I, I can believe it. I really can. Going back to the point you made earlier. Um, about their exclusives. Sea of Thieves isn't a bad game. No, it just has no point to yeah, it there's, like, it's whatsoever. En- it's not that it didn't have a point. It had nothing to do. There was the enemies were the same, skeletons yeah. and shit. The, there was no loot to go find. The treasure hunting was empty. It would give you treasure, but there was nothing you can do with it. You just got it. Okay, now what? Go find it again. What's the point? Well, you turned it in to get rep. Yeah. And then you use that rep to buy items, but the items never they they were all aesthetics. Yeah, they were all aesthetics. None of them none of them had any kind of purpose. Right. And then uh you had then there was like the Kraken in that game. Everyone was like, "Let's go find the Kraken. Fight the Kraken." Then you fight you find him. He comes the Kraken comes out at a random time. You fight the Kraken. He gives you nothing. Now but he it's gives not, you loot. They he does it. now? Yeah. He gives you loot. Dude, I remember when, when that shit first came out and you fought the Kraken. Not only was it just a bunch of tentacles sticking out of the water, people jumped in the water to see what it looked like under the water. There was nothing there. Yeah. There was nothing under the tentacles. It was just the tentacles. Yeah. It's, I believe it's still that way, but I think they changed it to where the water and everything around it turns black. So if you jump in the water, you can't see. It yeah, it's basically made to look like you wouldn't be able to see it if there were something there. That's such a waste though. They could have they had an opportunity there to make the Kraken something ominous. The tentacles are there and then you get in the water and you're like, "Oh my fucking god, I'm getting back in the ship." Right, so, but instead, there's nothing there, so there's no, there's never that feeling of oh my god, I don't want to be facing this thing face to face in the water. Yeah, it's just tentacles sticking out of the water. Yeah, you fight those, and then now you get, now you get loot before you got jack shit, nothing. Yeah, so there wasn't, there was, there was no point to it. It was, it was, and it reminds me of you remember? Did you hear about Atlas? Atlas. Atlas was. You know the game Ark? Yes. Um, where you're, it's like an open world game. You're in there with a bunch of people. You you build the settlement ish. It's yeah. stuff. It's it's Ark. Atlas was supposed to be what No Man's Sky was not. That's what they dropped in the trailers. Dragons flying around, giant ships that you can build. Okay. And stuff like loot everywhere. Just all kinds of cool shit. And the game released. It was Ark. The game was fucking Ark. Nice. To the point where you go to the game menu, there was a hidden icon in the below the screen that you went down farther, it would open up an arc game menu. 
and they were selling this game as its own thing. Even worse, when it came for launch, they delayed the launch for a week as it counted down to it. So they said, oh, uh, Atlas is coming out tomorrow. We're gonna we're delaying it a day. So I was like, okay. So then you, you go in there, and there was like a, a fucking live countdown that people sat there and watched for 30 hours. Not... <laughs> And the countdown when it went to zero, ten minutes went by as it was zero. The game was still not available. They said Atlas has been delayed again until, nice. and they were trying to release it before the holidays. Yeah, and it ended up releasing right around fucking. It was Thanksgiving weekend, Black okay. Friday. It was around Black Friday. They wanted to release it before Black Friday. It ended up coming out the week after, like that Monday. It was bad. It was a terrible release. And, and the game and the game ended up arc. being just it was arc. It was just a and, and even worse, it was a DLC for arc. It wasn't even it wasn't arc, it wasn't even its own game. It was a DLC for arc. It was one of the DLCs that they had made. A pirate DLC for arc. Nice. And they wow. turn it into a fucking game that you can just buy. Wow. Yeah. I would have punched somebody. Dude, I would have fucked someone's kids. <laughs> Not for real. Not for real. But, no, I would have been so fucking pissed. I would have been really pissed off. But, uh, so. It's a crackdown. Yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I don't. What would you rate it out of 10? I would probably give it, like, a 4 or a 5. A 4? So it's yeah. very meh. It's very, like, oh, I just had a really long day. I want to go do something pointless to zombie out to for half an hour i can't even do that man like I if i it. if i play a pointless zombie out game it's got to be a game that has some substance to it to make me feel like i'm doing something the one thing i will give it is that there's a lot to do like out in the world that's there like <clears throat> you'll you'll be on a mission or you're, you know you'll set your waypoint to go to a mission and you'll see like 50 fucking things to do on the way You'll see, like, there's these little orbs you have to collect for agility, and then, like, you can build your strength, and you can get, you can do, like, driving challenges to make your car better, and sh- like, level up your shooting, even though it's all auto-aiming, so it doesn't really make any sense, but, um, like, you find, like, these agility orbs around, or these orbs that will boost all your stats for your, your super agent, and, like, you'll just go to collect them. And then you'll collect another one, and you'll collect another one. And then all of a sudden you're doing, like, a rooftop race to heighten this stat. Or you're doing a car race to heighten this stat. Next thing you know, it's, like, 40 minutes later, and you're still not to where you originally set your destination to because you went off on a tangent doing all this other shit. But there's, even in that regard, there you're, I never felt like I was accomplishing anything. You know what I mean? Like, you do side shit and, like, the amazing spider-man for ps4 you felt like you accomplished something by the right, time it's yeah. over this game it's like you're doing it and then when you're done you're like why did i do this yeah what was the point in that it, it, like obviously so there's no sense of accomplishment in anything you do th- well i mean it'll level up like your stats shit will get better you yeah. you'll become stronger or whatever it is with the shooting i don't know better hits harder i don't know i don't even know what that does you're a jolly you'll get whatever but you don't f- feel like it does. You don't feel like it makes a difference in the game. Yeah. It just feels like okay. Well, I could probably still play the game on level one or however. Not they don't have levels, but 
like when your shit levels up it'll say oh it's level three you could do it all on level one and probably still accomplish the same shit because <laughs> it's all auto aiming and jumping i don't know it's i like i said i don't think it's a terrible game i think it's a great game for, it sounds it deserves to be a burning pile of shit especially because they delayed it for so long i agree with and that they, and they hyped it up and then took the hype away and then delayed it and, and then just to give basically the same product they've been giving for since crackdown one right no it doesn't do shit different it's the same shit you're gonna play it for maybe 20 minutes and be like all right i'm done i'm gonna go jack off and sleep right yeah this, <laughs> this game is i think it would have been better for when it got to this point if like a few months ago or somewhere into one of their delays their delays they just said you know what we're just gonna make this a remaster of the first crackdown I would have been okay with that, and I think it probably would have gotten a better, a lot better reviews if it just became like a reskinned original crackdown. Is there a story to this game? Yeah, yeah, but it's very cookie cutter. It's very, it's like this evil agency is taking over this city, and you got to stop this evil agency. That's it. Pretty yeah. much the same shit. It's always done. Yeah. Wow. There's there's these commanders that are underneath the leader, and you got to take out all those people. There's no certain order. Do it any way you want. That's that's the whole story. Literally the exact same story. For that's kind of the man. problem that Anthem is running into right now is that the the story missions, the campaign missions, are so fucking repetitive. Yeah. That it's almost like the campaign is a brutal grind to get to the end game, yeah. which isn't really much of has much depth to it anyway right so the uh there's there's the uh the the fetch quests yeah and the point defense quests that's it that's uh, all you do and you were saying that all the areas look about the same all the areas look all about the, the same but the, but the issue is, the is like you go on these campaign missions and it's either a fetch quest grab these fucking echoes and bring them back and and drop them into this fucking ink pit or grab this pick up this material and bring it over here or open this defend this area and defend it from hordes of enemies those are all the campaign missions yeah that's what that's what everyone's been talking about and then there's that one I was wrong about it being 8 hours it's like more like 2 or 3 but they cut it the patch cut it completely out of the game oh wow there's a there's a campaign mission that's no longer a mission in the game the fucking tomb of the legionnaires where it's like each tomb had some kind of grindy type of uh it wanted you to grind for these different achievements Mm -hmm. in game but it stopped all campaign progression and made you grind in the free roam for these items awesome but the other the big issue was that you would you would go there out there and grind, but if you had a squad with you, your whatever your teammates did didn't count towards it. So if they open a loot box or not, I, I can't say a loot crate in the game. If they open it after the after the event, yeah, and you didn't open it when they like before them, it didn't count for you. So you're like fuck. I just did this whole world event that took me twenty minutes to do. And I got nothing at the end of it. One of the other glitches was that oh, that if you were not the first one to open the box at the end of the event, you didn't get anything. 
nothing at all. You would do a stronghold, which is like the raid of the one of the few raids of the games. Is like they're more like strikes. Right. You do it, get to the end, open up the box. If you're not the first one to the box, you didn't get anything for it. One awesome. person would get loot. Nobody would get shit. I don't know how they thought that any of that was a good business model. I don't know, man. <laughs> but, uh, so. Crackdown is a steaming pile of shit. Crackdown is a steaming pile of shit. We'll just leave that at that. And Anthem. I'm going to get it. I'm going to play it because I'm hopeful that it'll get better. Uh, I'm hoping it doesn't die like uh, Destiny basically did. Uh, Destiny didn't, though. Destiny 2 came back. But how is it now? Because it seems great. like they're giving it all away. It's great. No. Fuck no, dude. I got Destiny 2 for my PC for free. Dude, Des- yeah, they're giving... They, for that moment, they're not doing that anymore. You go play the Forsaken shit... And now there's the the Black Armory, which is like another. It's a twenty dollars season pass for that. But uh, you there's like a bunch of forges and shit. There's a lot more to it. So there's exotic quests, and these exotic quests are fucking. Not I wouldn't say tedious, but there's a lot of shit you gotta do. Like there's a lot of shit. I don't know why I never really cared to get into. It's Destiny. A, Destiny Two. I, I loved. I like Destiny. I really do. When I played it, I was so, when Destiny Two came out. It was coming off of the heels of uh, of Rise of Iron, which is prop. My opinion, Rise of Iron was the best that Destiny got okay. because they did the loot system. They did it right. They did everything right. It just they needed they needed more content to more things to do. Once you got to the end game, there was there wasn't too much to do. Yeah, but uh, I mean, there was for a while, but after after that while, it stopped, and there wasn't really much you can do. So when Destiny Two came out, they were basically they were making it sound like there was a lot more they wanted to add, but they didn't add because it was such so much to add that they just made another game. Right. Same with how they did with the Second Division game. So we go into the into Destiny Two thinking, oh, it's going to be Rise of Iron with more content. But they told us none of your equipment from your guardians transfer over. Your guardians do, but your items don't. Yeah. Then you get into the game and come to find out you have to fucking get your items back anyway. <laughs> they put, All the same items were still in that game. They just dumbed them down and they made you earn them back. There was it was just vanilla Destiny 2 was probably the worst launch. One of the one of the worst launches I've ever experienced. I remember I bought it for PS4, and uh, I played it for, like, maybe five hours. I didn't touch it. I played the fuck out of Destiny 2. And when I was so upset, because once the raid came about, the raid was really easy. And the fucking thing that pissed me off was Nightfalls. Nightfalls and raids, if you played the hard mode, it gave you the end game loot it gave you better gear so you could rank up and be a higher level to do the harder shit but their answer for that for destiny 2 was not give you better gear but to give you an aura or a fucking emblem (laughs) so that to show people yeah i did that no new gear no higher level anything no randomly rolled perks. It, and they changed all of that now. But you playing the old raid is worthless. It doesn't give you shit. Yeah. 
the new shit does. But um, so let's start wrapping this up. We've just done three hours. Wrapping it before we're tapping it. Wrapping it before we tapping it. I want to go try this fucking Oculus. Why I I call it Oculus Rift. Oculus. Oculus Rift. It's Oculus Rift. I, I want to play this Oculus Rift so, like, before I go Kratos. home because it's fucking Oculus Rift. It's a quarter after twelve. It's the middle of the night. God damn it. I wanted to be a little more funny with this, but we ended up just talking about real shit. Ended up being serious. We ended up being serious. Um, yeah, I've been trying to get everybody on, but my computer, I got. I want to wait to get a new computer, and I want to get an interface before I actually put all four of us on here. Because yeah. this computer cannot handle four microphones. Yeah. One thing that you guys need to know and I know Van and Mike are going to listen to the end of this. If we get a chance and all four of us are on, we cannot talk over each other. Yeah. It's going to get crazy. You talk over each other, it's going to become a fucking nightmare to listen to. No one's going to pay attention. I know sometimes talking these gaming shit, if you're not as into gaming as we are, you are not going to fucking listen to this to the end. You're probably going to just try to find the funny shit. And some of these episodes don't have the funny shit, and I'm sorry. But at the same time, it's like, I need to be informative, too. If you want funny shit, follow us on Facebook. Well, shit, we don't have a Facebook yet. So don't follow us on Facebook. (laughs) Stand by on that Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. I'm going to make a Facebook, and I'm going to share that shit. You want funny shit all the time? I'll fucking post funny shit all the time. You guys got to get on there and post shit, too. I don't want it to be just me. This is a group project, boys. This is a group project. We got to clock make, in. You got to clock in. No, because I don't want it to be just me. I don't... I, as much as, like, yeah, I get it that I'm the one that's doing the the editing, the recording, the uploading and stuff, but at the same time, it's like, it's all of us. Yeah. Like, I, I want you guys to be involved, too, because I want you guys to also feel like that this is also your project. Not just mine. Yeah. I always wanted to live in the projects. Live in the projects in the ghetto, motherfucker. Yeah, shit. Crip, blood, whatever the fuck you is. Thug life. Thug life. Thug life, bro. It's like the whitest way I could have said that. Thug life. Kenosha, Mm -hmm. Wisconsin. But, uh, yeah, like, I want you guys to... Not because I want you guys to get involved so I don't have to do as much. I don't care about doing all the shit. I just... If you guys make your presence known then you'll feel like this is your thing too yeah i don't want you guys yeah. thinking that this is not I'm in just it. i don't want you guys thinking that this is like my thing because it's not it's my idea but it's our thing this is our shit yeah that's why we the blacklist the gaming podcast motherfuckers so uh yeah let's wrap this up let's go play some oculus rift for a little bit before i go home and eat my pizza and go to bed Stephanie is home. She's, uh, I think she said, I'm pretty sure she said her dad's there. Her parents are over. I'm going to do a mic drop with uh, Brock's mic. That's not my mic. That's Mike's mic. I'm going to do a mic drop with Mike's mic. (laughs) Hang on before you do that. (laughs) I'm not. Sorry, Mike. No, yeah. I'm not going to drop your mic. Yeah, I was telling Mike, Van was talking about using it as a fart mic. Just fart right into it. Hang on. So yeah, Stephanie's 
her parents are over and she's got some friends over. Nice. They they all drank and I think they're playing poker or not poker but they're playing cards. There's a VR game where you can play poker. I don't. What's no, the point of it. doing that? Play fucking solitaire, or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, no why idea. would? What's the point? Are you gonna look for someone's tell because you can see their facial expressions? <laughs> no, you can't see their facial expressions. Everybody looks the goddamn same. This generic ass character generated by the game. Then you're fucking playing for I'm Like, oh man, yeah. he's bluffing. Hey, like, I didn't say you know I downloaded it. Bluffing? I said it was available. <laughs> and I bet you there's some dumb shits that are putting real money into that. Oh shit! I forgot to talk about YouTube. Yeah, what about it? Oh, dude. So YouTube has had a pedophile ring undercover, like uncovered in the comment sections of videos. Oh wow! Where, where basically what was going, what was happening, was that pedophiles were going on the comment sections, and they would uh, they would timestamp videos. They would timestamp videos, and, and those timestamps would have, like, kids at the beach or some shit, for example. And then other pedophiles would go look at it, and then just, it would be comment threads of timestamps. Well, YouTube is cracking down on this, and as well as they should, it's good to see that they're actually trying to do something to prevent this. But what they want to do is now a YouTuber has to monitor all his comments or face demonetization of his of his account wow so that's and, and youtubers get mon they they earn revenue out of advertisements right if someone comments something that the youtube algorithm does not approve it'll yeah. strip your it can either reduce your ads or strip your ads and then demonetize your video wow leaving it up to the youtuber to police all the comments of their videos that's crazy. Imagine if you had millions of followers. Yeah. How are you fucking able to do that? You can't. It's a lose-lose situation. You can't police those fucking comments. There's too many. There's yeah. You're one person. You can't even count to a million. It would take you a month or more to count to a million, let alone, let alone scroll through and read all a million comments. Yeah. You, that's the you're asking for the impossible, YouTube, YouTube, you fucking weirdos. You you have, the, like, what it is is that there's too much content and not enough people to do anything about it. Right. There's not enough people to monitor it. It's almost so, like they need to build some sort of algorithm to they, figure it out. But for the them. thing is, they there was a I was listening to somebody talk about this. They were they're talking about how the algorithm can already sense a a bad, the, 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 the whole intent behind this is to protect kids, the right. exploitation of children, yeah. which is fine. But they, out, they, they said that the algorithm can already detect these comments and automatically delete the comment and then delete the profile that posted the comment. Right. So if they already have that, why are they still leaving it up to the YouTuber to police the comments themselves? I don't know. Like... For me, if I were to when once we fit, uh, like eventually start recording our video, like a video of us doing a podcast, right, and then get on to YouTube, if they wanted to monetize us, that's fine. We all make our own living outside of this. This is like our our side project. We're just doing it for fun. We don't do it to make money. 
If we right. do make money, it's cool, but whatever. So I'm not policing my fucking comments. If we ever, if we end up ever getting popular in any kind of way, if you, th- I'm not gonna police my fucking comments. There's, it's not possible. There's just too much work for no reason. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's the issue that's going on with YouTube. They're calling it the adpocalypse too. The first, and there was, there's a YouTuber that came came about it. He uh, he's pr- kind of pushing for it. He, and I understand he. He he. Want his intent was to expose this whole issue with the pedophiles. Yeah, but someone put a good point that he played his whole hand, and meaning he just was like, "Yeah, we got to fucking do something. We got to do something. We got to have your advertisers like Fortnite, Epic Games strip their uh, strip their advertisements because of this shit because they found out pedophiles were using YouTube comment sections to exploit kids." Yeah. So, like, like companies like Epic Games and stuff pulled their shit from advertising from YouTube. That's crazy. And now people are losing money because of it. And YouTube wants the YouTuber to police it themselves, or face losing their, or face their their videos getting flagged. That's. I wouldn't even know what a better solution would be besides using obviously that that program or that system that they already but have i don't even place. know how to make a system like that i don't know how to make that shit do you i don't know how the only thing that i could think is that it would search for certain keywords yeah but even would, then like but people can abuse it right they're like if especially because if, if it the the thing that when it comes to the youtube copyright things or youtube uh terms and conditions violations yeah is that people find ways to exploit it yeah so that the copyright thing is and this is why because I, I write music and i play music i will not put my shit on youtube and the reason why is because there's been numerous cases of people getting copyright strikes put on their youtube page if you get three your page is deleted by youtube automatically no questions asked no arguments you have no chance right what they'll do is they'll do it twice. Copyright strike videos of yours twice. Yeah. And then they'll message you and extort you. Pay me this much money and I will not copyright strike you the third time. You get to keep your channel. Awesome. Yeah. And YouTube has no way of stopping this. None. So even if it's your own shit, my own song can be on YouTube that I wrote. And I own the copyrights too. Someone can go in there and strike it twice and extort me and make me pay for it and try to make me pay them, which I never would. If I ever end up uploading something and you do this to me, you can go fuck yourself because I'm not going to pay you shit. And if you want to get my shit deleted, I'm just going to upload it again. Think I won't. I'm not afraid. I don't give a shit. What are you going to, what, what the fuck are you going to do to me? So anyway, um, But yeah, then they'll try to get me to pay money. Otherwise, they're going to copyright strike me three times and then I lose my page. Right. There's things like this where people can just... Ex- who, who's... no? And then there's the YouTube lo- like rules are very, very, very vague. Yeah. Very vague. So no one knows like what are the keywords exactly that constitute me to get flagged and get my, my videos demonetized. 
Like, what? What is it? Right. YouTube well, said, at uh, follow Philip DeFranco. Philip DeFranco can fill you in with the uh, with the details. Why is Philip DeFranco telling you, telling everybody? Why is not YouTube doing it? Why are they relying on another YouTuber to explain terms and conditions and the new th- and the new rules to everybody? Yeah. Why yeah, do Why do we weird. have to go find it? Why are you? Why are they doing that? Yeah. Why can't they That's just weird. come out and say it themselves? Put out a fucking no a notification. Yeah. It sounds to me like they're trying to avoid something. By doing or they that, just but... don't have enough people and they don't know how. Well, like I was saying, I think. I think if you found an some sort of programmer algorithm to look for like just keep an eye out for certain things that are being said yeah or certain things like that but the problem you you're running into is that the timestamp issue it's not always going to be the same no it's you know not. what i mean like if it was saying like every time someone timestamps it 13 seconds that's a that's a flag like that's a flag that should be set off to, for us to look into but you can't do that because it would be different in every movie so you literally have to have a person see a comment that, that a timestamp was in, click the timestamp, and see what's at that time. Yeah. And if that's, if that's iffy, then you remove the comment. Right. So I get why it's time-consuming from their perspective, and I wouldn't know what you could write a program to look for. You would basically almost be writing a program to look for porn, like look for child pornography or child... But the thing is, the videos that are getting time-stamped aren't even child porn. Right. It's just like uh, a kid Twitch streaming. Right. And then they time-stamp that. Check out this. Or it's some weird thing where where a pedophile would get off just at a certain angle that a kid is by playing a game. It's not even a real thing. Like yeah. it's not like watching kids get fucked. It's not like that at all. No, I know what you're saying, but what I'm saying, like... They're timestamping like certain things yeah. in the movies. Yeah. So like certain actions these kids are doing. So like it would have to be someone that would go and look and almost I mean, in that regard, they'd probably ban the comment based off of well there's nothing like why are they timestamping this? There's nothing to it. And then you'd have to make it would almost be like a judgment call to say like, Okay, that one has to be a weird pedophile because he timestamped something that was completely irrelevant to anything. Yeah. I don't know how you police that. I don't, you know what I mean? Dude, I, I don't either. I don't have the answers to it. I don't know. And I don't know what's going on over at YouTube that's making it to where this is so difficult. But most of the time it seems like not a real person is is, is behind the, the whole thing. Yeah. So. Um. I'm going to get Metro also. I want to talk on Metro eventually. I wanted to talk about it today, but that ended up not happening. So it is what it is. Um, let's start wrapping this up. I said that already, and we're three hours and 15 minutes in. So this is the longest episode we've done. Um, we are the... I'm going to I'm gonna get Metro. I'm going to play it. I'm going to do a review on it. I'm going to do the same thing with uh, Anthem. Me and Mike are probably going to do a review on it, like kind of compare and contrast with it a little bit. If you want to, you can't. You're welcome to also. I mean, or you can just look for weird shit on Steam. Yeah. Some cheapo games, like that school shooter game. (laughs) 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 But uh, 
Yeah, just yeah, you can do that since you're our only PC gamer that we have. Yeah. Yeah, you think you're better than all of us, you fucking bitch. I don't. I don't think I'm better. I just... <laughs> I get excited when people come over to see my computer. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my rig, bro. It's like saying, like, you want to see my fucking dick tattoo? Look at my rig. Look at my rig. But, uh... Yeah, so if you made it to the end of this, we think I, we really appreciate it. Um, you know, we understand that sometimes the, the content of these can be kind of just like, okay, the gaming subjects isn't really a very popular one, but the ones that do listen, the ones that do care, we do appreciate you. We also appreciate feedback, you fucking weirdos. How about someone just tell us what you want to fucking hear so that we have an idea of what our audience likes. I don't even know what our audience is. I know that I look at Anchor and I see how many times our shit's been played, but that only tells me that and how many times it's been played on what platform. Right now, it's just Spotify and Anchor. That's it. No one else is listening on anything else, mainly because we're not on Apple yet. Oh. But, uh, but yeah, uh, let us know what you want to hear. If you want to hear more random shit, then we'll do less games and talk more random shit with us. Well, we'll I'll, I'll try to split it. I want to try to split it. Make it more of just a regular dialogue. Then we'll talk about a game. We kind of will go off on a tangent about games, though. Because that is the main demographic of this. Games and movies. There's not too much about movies going on right now, so don't really give a fuck. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, so, um... That is episode four. The conclusion of it. With the Blacklisted Gaming Podcast. Follow us on Twitter... We have zero followers. We really appreciate it if you followed us. If you don't want to follow us, then I guess I'll just go fucking strangle bait in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) So, with that, I am Brock. Brendan. And uh, we are signing out. And uh, have a good weekend. And I'll make it come.